everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of LGA. That is Lit Lit Gaming, Gaming Arena. Arena. For those of you who don't know, I'm Marcus, and I am joined by Justin the Knobs. Hey, what's up? Yeah, there is no frost this week. Um, everybody's sick in this place. Uh, hopefully I don't get, uh, any of their diseases. So without further ado, let's get to it! Welcome back to the Lit Gaming Arena podcast. And first things first, as usual, we love Game Fuel over here. I only like Game Fuel. <laughs> you love it, don't lie. We're trying to get a sponsorship. <laughs> well, this is not how you do it if by I, plugging if, it for free. <laughs> if I tag them enough, maybe they'll listen to me. <laughs> tag them in every episode. They'll be like, dude, stop. We've blocked you. We don't. You're creepy. Stop it. So speaking of game fuel, someone won the pot or won 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 the contest. Oh, someone finally won. Someone won. Holy crap. Yeah. Uh Bo from the Precisely Podcast. So I posted over on Instagram after like weeks and weeks of doing the contest on Twitter. I make one post on Instagram and Bo, he he wanted he wanted the glory of being the winner. He didn't even want the prize. He's like, I don't want the prize. I just wanted to win. <laughs> he just wanted to show everybody else on Twitter that he is the number one fan of our podcast. Because he, he he picked up the hints. He picked up what I was putting down. And he got it right. It was Game Fuel was inside the box. <laughs> it took a long time. It took a long time. There's, there were many... Many, many guesses, all wrong. Some people were close because there was a few people out there that picked up on different things that I mentioned in the podcast, like someone mentioned a pickling kit. <laughs> another person mentioned hunting supplies. I mean, that's another thing I brought up on the podcast. So people were close. I thought it was maybe it was too obvious. I don't know. But I yeah. don't think it was obvious. I think it was obvious. <clears throat> but uh, so, yeah, both from the Precisely Podcast one. So obviously he's uh, precisely is part of the gaming podcast alliance so i mean they're a great podcast they drink beer they talk about games um i i should say that i they don't they don't drink beer they drink ipas that's all they drink every episode they're talking about ipas <laughs> i'm calling you out all you, you don't drink beer you just drink ipas <laughs> that's what's in the pale ales yep so wait that's it that's what it, that's what it, that's what a pale ale is <laughs> yeah you, you said and pale ales. Well, I said the, them pale ales. Oh, I said I thought you said and pale. I was like, wait a minute, that's those are the same thing. No, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you should definitely check them out. They're an awesome podcast. I enjoy listening to them. Um, they post every other week so that they can get the maximum amount of game playing in. But I think now it's time to move on to the next segment where I talk about our social media. You should follow us on our social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Where just search for Lit Gaming Arena, you'll find us. It's really easy. You click that follow button, you click that subscribe button, you go to our website, you join our Discord. How about that? You join our Discord, chat.litgamingarena.com. You can interact with all of us there. Maybe not Marcus. Marcus, I don't know. He doesn't even know what Discord is, this guy over here. I do. I'm just, <laughs> I'm quiet. <laughs> 
this guy, he doesn't even know what Twitter is now. <laughs> um, so do all that. And also, you should give us a review. You can review us on iTunes. I think Google has reviews. Maybe Spotify, I'm not sure. Um, there's a newer service out there called Podchaser, which is like a service where you can follow podcasts and um, you can review people there as well. So that's a, a, another option. You can begging us. for reviews, I'm Justin. Beg, I'm How shameful. Reviews. We have like seven reviews. <laughs> I want more. I want to see that number go up. I want to see a, I want to see a hundred reviews by Tuesday. <laughs> That's that's not gonna happen. Not, we don't even have that many listeners. That, no, yeah, that's that's definitely not gonna happen. But it could. It could go viral. Who knows? I just got to be more zany. I don't know. Maybe if one of us gets arrested while we're recording <laughs> for drinking game for, fuel, for drinking for podcasting on, while under the influence of game you're fuel. You're over your legal amount of game fuel. I didn't know there was a limit. <laughs> you bu- bust his kneecaps. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i think that wraps up for that um we are going to be doing a- another contest soon uh since bo didn't want the prize for the the contest we did before i'm gonna roll that into our 1000 downloads giveaway um so what's going to be going on with that is that I want to say maybe starting next week maybe i'll do it the whole week of oct- or the whole month of october We'll, we'll give a secret code in an, in the episodes, and then you can uh, message us on Twitter or Instagram what the code is, and then you will be entered to win what we will, what we will be giving away, which I don't have in front of me yet, but uh, I know we're going to be giving away some game codes. Um, I forgot what other things I said I was going to do. Stickers, obviously. We have stickers up the wazoo over here, so we're going to give some of those away. Um, but we'll give... We'll, we'll, We'll we'll make more official announcement on that. I'm just I'm getting over a sickness, so I just wasn't prepared for anything these last couple weeks. I'm just like basically dead right now. I mean, I've been dead. <laughs> we didn't even do a regular episode last week. Luckily, we had that uh, the the game out ready to go, so I was able to put that out last week. So we still got some content out to you guys. So yeah. <laughs> But uh, we have a lot of stuff to cover today because Marcus played a shitload of games. And because I was sick, I played a shitload of games. So this is going to be a rare instance of the podcast where I actually have a lot of games to talk about. So let's get right into that. So what, what, did, what, have, you been, what have you been playing, Marcus? Oh, what did you finish? Um, what was I playing last time? <laughs> you, you mentioned you beat Astral Chain. Yes, I beat Astral Chain finally. The uh, the end of that game's pretty good. The last fight's pretty rough. Um, I, I went the whole game without dying, and then last boss fight, I died twice during, but there's like... You have, like, I think eight revives or so that you can use, like, mid-fight, so... That's impressive. I just used a revive. <laughs> but, yeah, he's... It's a mean fight. It's really mean. I'm kind of curious what it looks like on higher difficulty. um yeah that that game on the whole is pretty great uh but it's very anime like even the ending is like super anime and just like a real anime it's fairly inconclusive like yeah i gotta love anime i mean i feel there's gonna be a follow-up kind of has to be uh but otherwise i finishing out the gears train i played all of uh gears 5 
since I didn't get to talk about Gears 5, which came out. Um, but I have finished, since it's come out, I've finished it already. Uh, the campaign, at least. I haven't checked out Escape Mode or Horde Mode or uh, what else is in there? Horde Mode, Escape Mode, Online Mode. I haven't checked out any of that stuff. But, but the campaign is... Uh, it's probably the best Gears campaign has been, in my opinion, because I like the uh, it after Act One and midway through Act Two, the game opens up and it has this semi-open world component. It's fairly like a Zelda game, like oh here's an open place, and then there's kind of like modules attached to that that you can go to that have these outdoor sections. Um, there are things to find in the environment, uh, like just off the side of the road in the middle of freaking nowhere. Uh, there was a relic gun. Now I'm sure you're like, what's a relic gun? Well, it's just like a regular gun, but instead of like, you know how you get souped up bullets on the active reload? Yeah. This gives you extra boons on the active reload. Like the sniper rifle I had got an extra shot. Oh, nice. So yeah, it's just, which somewhat my issue with the relic (laughs) weapons they don't consume regular ammo. So if you were to, in this case, with a long shot, despite the fact that I was finding other long shots, I it, those didn't replenish the ammo of the relic. Oh, it sucks. Um, so I'd have to find the ammo crates to get ammo back, um, which dropped fairly regularly, but it still kind of, it was like, there was a certain point where having the relic gun was kind of more of a burden than yeah. keeping it. Um, and you are on the side of your skiff, which is your your device to traverse this winter place. At least it's winter in the first part, and then you do go to a desert later. Uh, but it, it's got two uh, spots that you can put guns so you can store them for later. So if you wanted, you could store a relic gun or oh, okay. maybe you find a mulcher or something on the ground. You can put it on there and just like carry it around to the next location. <laughs> um, but even though... Honestly, you won't really need to do that because big weapons drop, like, they're everywhere. Um, the uh, new swarm enemies are pretty cool. There's a uh, guy called the Warden. They're the new, like, really big unit. Uh, it's got, like, these hammers. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, a just a big mofo that they got these big hammers and you shoot and take off their... They have, like, a helmet that you have to kind of take off to really do some damage to them. Uh, but they're kind of pricks. And yes, you can use the hammer. So <laughs> nice. Those are pretty cool. Bring back the Halo 3 days. It Yeah, I was really reminiscent of being like, are they going to team up with Halo and do Griff Ball? And <laughs> <laughs> just do a Thrash Ball game? But with yeah, the <laughs> Thrash Griff Ball. <laughs> but those were pretty awesome. But the... Yeah, I I really like the open world. I've heard other some pe- some people hate it, some people love it. Um, it seems kind of one of those things. Hit or miss. I I do think the there are. I think the map's actually really good for this, uh, for showing like points of interest and where you should go. Um, but there are definite times of like, oh, this is a vast like empty wasteland. But the, I think the skiff's pretty fun to control. And like, yeah, that's what I heard is that that part is fun. But like um, Giant Bomb mentioned today or when I was listening to their podcast, they mentioned that uh, they almost wish that there were like some like there's you could have like combat while driving to skiff around. I could agree with that. That'd be kind of cool. Um, yeah, because that doesn't happen at any point. Not to that's spoil a, that for anybody, <laughs> but 
It's the one thing that I think like the gears it probably maybe disappointing because it seems like gears is always did have some sort of like driving or riding sequence where you're just fucking shit up while you're on something, be it a broomac. <laughs> I mean, but or then a reaver. one. I mean, this would be difficult because you're one person steering, yeah, and the other person. I I played co-op, so then the other person they're in a thing that looks like a gun. It looks like a turret, but it's actually kind of like a nav device that they can tag things with. <laughs> um, so I'm like, they would be able to shoot, but you wouldn't be able to. Granted, you could probably yeah. switch who's driving and who's riding. Uh, that that brings me back to Gears One and the freaking Junker. Remember that. Yeah, 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 the that you, thing is you, no. You're driving, and then you the have light. to then you have to stop <laughs> and, and use the light that, to, oh. to kill the krill, and then you drive again, and then you have to stop again. Oh, that sucked. And the krill is kind of not fully back in this, but the uh, the enemies in this are called these. They're not even technically the locusts. They're the, what's known as the swarm. Um, or I, I always refer to them as they're the Neo Locust. They're sounds like a different name for the Locust. <laughs> yeah, it's basically what it is. Um, but the probably uh, triggers Marcus Phoenix a lot. <laughs> there is, uh, these massive like swarms of things that are like, they're like big leech swarms that kind of remind me of like what the krill probably evolved into. I don't know what these things are, but they look like grubs to me. <laughs> Every, everything's a grub to Marcus. <laughs> um, and uh, Jack plays a really huge role in this. Uh, he's you'll get upgrades and like abilities for him that you can like tell him to use. Like we, the one we kind of stuck with was what you can hot swap to all these, which is real nice, like on the fly, but we kind of stuck with one that like heals you. So if you get downed, you can revive yourself kind of, or, and it gives you temporary invulnerability as well. And then he also has combat abilities, which we had one that was, would freeze enemies, which we use that one because for big enemies, like these, the scions, um, we'd freeze them and then shatter them like with a grenade or something, or just hit them real hard since it, it took them down a lot quicker than just nice. fighting them. Which that's that's another like new enemy I'll put in quotes are the scions which are like they're like a really big locust. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't that I don't like that because there were scions in Mass Effect that I hated fighting. Dude, these are like is to my understanding these are locusts that like didn't die. They were stronger. Yeah, they, it, so they're just bigger now and they've evolved and they can kind of power up the other locusts on the field like juice them up so they're almost like ah, oh, i forget the name of those well, the, ones the other swarm i keep it's it's weird <laughs> like the there's a look like the like the i want to say uh oh crap i forget like the the monk the monk locust or like that almost yeah they're kind of like the uh what are the, the what are those called the i forget uh, what they oh they got a name it doesn't start with a K. Maybe I can't remember what they're called. I know, like in three, they they're get the ones like, with the torque bows. Yeah. Well, no, but no, those are those are ther, ther, the Theron guards. Those are Theron guards. I'm okay, talking about like they, the, the the monk the one, ones. Yeah. That, like, that, yeah. Like, heals that heals downed guys and what shit. are those called? I know, like oh, well, in they're... in three, they like get evolved and freaking have like armor that you can't shoot and you can only blow them up with freaking either a boom shot or a grenade. I hated those, ones. those guys are dicks. 
They're, they actually weren't that hard if you happen to have what you needed to kill them, but if you didn't, then it sucked. Yeah, you need boom shot grenades or torque bow. Torque I, bow is yeah. probably the easiest. I think maybe a mulcher worked too, because the mulcher was like I don't know heavy fucking duty. I think that worked. That's hard to say. Those guys were sometimes pricks, like yeah, because they just especially rolled, when they were Sonic, they would roll up like a. <laughs> they were. They literally were fucking Sonic. <laughs> they Sonic roll into a spike ball and kill you. Sonic the fucking Hedgehog. Um. But yeah, this game has a lot of interesting enemies. The uh, swarm can... Uh, you don't know this since you haven't played 4, but there there's these uh, enemies called the uh, BDs. Uh, they're robots. Uh, but Go figure. Yeah, there, there are these robots which get explained in that, but the swarm has a way of infecting those um, to make like a weird like living turret that is like half... Half bio, half. Oh, great! So we're robot. fighting the flood now. <laughs> it's kind of like the flood a bit. Um, there's also like, there's a lot of new interesting enemies that I really like, like the pouncers or the uh, the snatchers, which they're just kind of giant pricks. All both those <laughs> all are pricks. just big pricks. All grubs are pricks, <laughs> especially the ones with shotguns that just come running straight for you. <laughs> but I I think they're. <laughs> Five is finally. I think it's it. It did boldly go in a new direction, and I think it's a good direction. They. I feel they did take a lot of risk by not being so formulaic and not being this close, like corridors based combat. Yeah. And doing these big open like world stuff, I just think they needed to go more. Um. And what like maybe this is just me, but I, I'm like, I kind of this feels like kind of they've injected some Zelda into it the same way that like God of War did. Um, and I just want maybe more in the sense of like, I don't know, more locations uh, that you go to in the open world element, more thing like because the uh, the outdoor components feel like tiny shooting galleries, like maybe like some are kind of like weird investigation zones where you need to like find out what happened. And others are just like you go in, it's a tiny zone where you like kill a bunch of guys you find some collectibles and stuff there, and then you get out. And I wish they had more value behind those zones. Like, I wish you were, despite getting uh, upgrades for Jack, which is typically what's in those, or just finding extra upgrade components to spend on him, or just other collectibles that are in the area, or maybe finding, like, mulchers, tri shots, or other, like, big guns in that area, there's not much value to going there. Um, and that's kind of, I think of once again, the Zelda comparison that Zelda, you'd have like a item that you would carry with you. Now, I don't know what that would equate to in a gears universe, but something that is of more value in those zones would be great. Like it, some of those do have hidden these relic weapons, but it seemed like some of those are just like in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and I did get the vast majority of the collectibles. Uh, this game is kind of as as expected with a lot of games that are on a release it is kind of bugged um my collectibles wiped themselves at one point and then they oh, all shit. came back so i was like i'm missing probably only 6 overall <laughs> which isn't bad but yeah they just would sometimes be there sometimes it wouldn't um my friend i didn't run into this but there's a certain specific area and i saw another article about this somewhere and it's only in a certain specific area but the game sometimes just goes first person <laughs> Oh, weird. Yeah, he got stuck in a first-person cam, and then we... 
as soon as we opened this door and left, it reset his camera, so it wasn't like a huge deal. But he was just like, "Yep, yeah, this whole game looks really weird in first person." Yeah, I bet. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just I I do wish they added some some purpose though to those tiny things other than just doing them for fun just for the sake of playing more game really uh that's all my take is on that like maybe some better boons that aren't just jack upgrades even though he's cool he's really useful he's a really like before he always just like opened doors it was always jack rip this door yeah that was the <laughs> and then then the obligatory defend jack while he opens the door and which that still happens but which is it's like it's just he's he's more like a part of the team now. This seems which, like, like that kind of started happening in three because at the end of three they finally repaired because you didn't have Jack in three at all until the very end. He, he ripped that door <laughs> and then they then you then you got him back. Um, but yeah, he's uh, he's like a real companion now. Um, which you can you can play as him. Oh, really? He's a selectable character. Huh. I don't recommend it. My friend temporarily switched to him and didn't really like it because he doesn't, like, you can't pick up guns or any of that. He doesn't function like a regular <laughs> character. And usually the there's things you'll have to send him to do in the environment that then my friend had to do. So <laughs> he has to, like, open certain doors or go through corridors and, like, zap things and to, like, power them and whatnot. And it was, like, suddenly my friend had to, like, navigate through these tiny, like, holes in the environment <laughs> to go do these things. So you're saying this is a sequel to Jet Force Gemini? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is uh, it, Kate Diaz is the main character of Five, and she's a pretty solid character. Um, I, I, as I said when I talked about Four, that she felt like she was kind of the main character of Four anyway. Um, but I don't know this. I, I still kind of don't like that this is only four acts. Um, it it, it still feels like a fairly lengthy robust game with the, all the open world components and if you yeah. care, care about looking for collectibles and stuff it we spent plenty of time in this but if you don't really care about that and we're just like blazing through the story you might feel like a little like miffed of oh this game's extremely short i mean granted there's still all those other like multiplayer modes the escape mode and horde mode and online so I, I just kind of I I know I mentioned this just a second ago off cast, but uh, I, I kind of wish that some of that resources. Like, granted, I know a lot of people play this just for online. I don't know how many people are playing it for necessarily escape mode, but I kind of wish some of those funds got rolled into just making the can the campaign a little bit more robust. Um, yeah, but I don't know. It, it's a pretty great game. Uh, it's one of the better games I've played this year. Uh, but yeah, I, on top of so. Anyway, that kind of covers my Gears 5. I don't have too much more to say about that other than if, if you have Game Pass, check it out. I know they've had a lot of players. Yeah. Um, I think they said 3 million have checked yeah. it out in the first week, which is all quite a bit. Big numbers. So I, I think I it's mean, the biggest release for a first-party Xbox One game yet. Yeah, I think that's what they said, which makes sense. But I mean, there haven't been very many first-party Xbox One games. So Yeah, I'm like... At least in in this case, Gears seems position. It's in a good spot. I know, as as, uh, as people do complain, there there are plenty of microtransactions and other crap in this, but yep. that's mostly specifically for the online stuff. So if you just play Gears for campaign, it's real good campaign that you could check out for like fifteen bucks. So <laughs> or ten if you just get the regular Game Pass. Yeah, just if if you do Game Pass, 
check it out for real cheap. Um, otherwise, I, I checked out another Game Pass game called Creature in the Well. This is an indie game. It's also on Switch and probably PC. It, it seems like it's on a few places, but it's just a $15 game. Um, it is kind of like pinball meets adventure game. It's really weird, um, but I like it. You, you just go and you... There's usually like three balls that you can get and you like can charge them up and hit them and they kind of bounce all over the place and yeah. you'll be hitting things to get power and then you use power to unlock these doors. So it's kind of like modular in these rooms that will have different challenges. Um, sometimes you have to be more precise than other times. It, it seems fun. I played the first like three sections. I don't know how long the game is truly. I, I <laughs> I think it's five sections, but I could be wrong. That's at least all I can see right now. But I don't know. I really like it. I think for 15 bucks or I know at least when... See, unfortunately, I didn't get to mention this earlier, but on Switch when it before it launched or like the week after it launched, it was on sale. So it was only 13 bucks, which for that price, it's worth it <laughs> in my opinion. But Too late. <laughs> to, to get value out of the Game Pass, I at least playing it on there, even though I do kind of wish I had it on Switch because then I could have some something on TV while I'm just, like, whacking stuff. Yeah. Um, and you get different, like, paddles, if you will. Like, you're, you're, you're a weird robot swordsman kind of guy. Uh, but you'll I found, like, a frying pan that was my paddle for a while. <laughs> nice. Yeah, and there, there's, like, cannons that you'll, like, hit the ball into and it'll shoot back at you and you'll have to, like, bounce it back do like a back and forth thing um it's interesting at the very least i i think for for your money it's worth checking out um there's a good what what else i i played a lot of stuff i think but those <laughs> there was like a week where I, I, we missed a week so i, I can't remember everything oh god <laughs> um let me think oh yeah borderlands how could i forget <laughs> borderlands Jesus. how could you forget borderlands yeah, so Borderlands 3 is now Dang. out. Um, I Borderlands, more like Borderlands. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Borderlands 3 is actually really good. Um, I know a lot of people have... There's a lot of mixed opinions about it. It is more Borderlands, so if you liked Borderlands 1, 2, or pre-sequel, I think you'll like this Borderlands. Its humor is obnoxiously bad. But that that being said, I think that's an understatement. B Borderlands has always been like Sans one. Uh, one one had actual good writing. One <laughs> had a lot of charm, I yeah, would say. Then after that, they just kind of went off the deep end. Apparently, there's also a. They even had a joke about the the whole USB drive thing. Yeah, well, there, <laughs> they, there's a lot of like forced humor, like. Just really bad jokes that and the, and jokes that they try to make like jokes that didn't really, in my opinion, if somebody was doing this in real life, I would be like, your joke wasn't funny the first time. It's not going to be funny the twelfth time, which is like a character which sucks because it's a character I really like named Reese. Um, he's from Tales from Borderlands and he's back in this in a big way, uh, which is weird because I kind of don't like how his character isn't this, and maybe that's because in Tales from the Borderlands you're projecting yourself into Reese a bit since you're oh, okay. making his choices. So in my and opinion, I'm like, I don't have those choices. Yeah. I'm like, this, that's it's not like, this my Reese. Is a douchebag. Yeah. Well, he has like a mustache and this being the joke that they keep making is like, it's my siege mustache. 
And he just keeps saying that. Like, every interaction I've had with this guy is, it's my siege mustache. And I'm like, it wasn't funny the first time. Like, why do you bring this up? And what I... I always kind of like this about what Borderlands does is each character has... Like, each of the protagonists you would play as has unique dialogue when you're getting quests or talking to characters. But the problem with that is the characters you're talking to don't react to it or don't have proper responses because they don't have a cycling dialogue for what character you're playing. So, for instance, uh, my character, uh, Amara, who is the siren, might when I'm talking to other sirens it's like, oh, we have, like, like my character will mention, like, oh, you know, like, I trained on, like, this planet or something, and it, the other character is just like, yeah, okay, and just, like, breezes on past whatever I just said, which is kind of annoying. Um, I think they could have handled that a little better, uh, but but otherwise, I mean, you like looting and shooting. This game's great for that. It visually looks really good, I think, Um I, I don't know. I've heard. I heard uh, some people were like, "You never get any good guns." I disagree with that. I'm getting good stuff constantly. <laughs> so I don't know. Plus, the game scales with you. So I heard that too. Like on Giant Bomb, they were mentioning like they felt they felt like they were getting just shitty weapons a lot. I mean, you do get a lot of shitty weapons. You're you're only supposed to get like you're not supposed to. Every gun is not a gem. You're supposed to have a gun that you use for several levels, and then you'll find like a really good replacement for it. Um, that, that's just, in my opinion, that's how Borderlands has always been. Um, the, the guns now have power ratings, which I, I can't help but feel that's something similar to, uh, light levels from, uh, Destiny. So just every piece of gear will have a number rating, like 275 or something. It'll just have a number that is supposedly supposed to tell you how good said thing is. I, I don't really know how they calculate that in some... Sometimes it's a little inaccurate, but that's because, which once again, Borderlands has always been like the, this. You're gonna have different metrics you may might might be looking for, and certain guns have certain effects you might want to keep. So, like I I had a a TDR weapon that I would throw, and I kept it because when I threw it, it exploded and shot homing missiles everywhere. So it shot about four homing missiles out when I reloaded. <laughs> so. Yeah, I was like that. That gun's really good. <laughs> so I found a uh, someone wrote a line for a Borderlands NPC here. You tell me how accurate this is. And so it's like asterisk talks to Borderlands Borderlands NPC who has a quest for me. Borderland NPC. Gee, wowzers, hello there. I have this hella lit thingy that I need you to do. I'm going to turn my small rabbit into a big chungus, but I need the lit pickle razor from the cave of Dam Daniel. But be careful if Harambe and that boy live there or they will give you the suck. I can, You can talk to my assistant. He will show you show you the way to it. This is going to be hella balls. Yeah, that's kind of how it is. <laughs> um, Depending. That That's more like Tiny Tina's character, which... Tiny Tina's character is more grown up now. Like several years have passed, she's like a teenager. She's either like seventeen, eighteen. I, I, I can't tell. She's older. <laughs> um, I don't know. This does. I, I haven't quite finished the story. I'm close. I'm like on chapter seventeen. I think there's twenty three. Um, the mainline quests take about an hour, hour and a half to do. Maybe, maybe two. Sometimes some of them are pretty long. Um. But I don't know, just I we've been 
me and my friend have been, we're doing the mainline quest and then we're going to do the side quest. And it sounds like a lot of the side content is where the game's at, at its primo cringiest. Um, the, <laughs> these, uh, the two main villains are really awful. And I can tell they were going for the, they wanted to resurrect like that handsome Jack vibe of like, what if we had a pro- uh, antagonist that just constantly like messages you and antagonizes you as an antagonist does with just like shitty remarks yeah and i think it they hit a sweet spot with handsome jack where he was like fun and evil as much as i never liked him as a character and this time it's just like no you're just pure annoying um which doesn't help that they want the influencer angle like the at least uh tyrene tyrene is an influencer and she has gotten all the bandit camps to unify as the uh cult of the vault or COV and they all they'll do anything for them and she's kind of the face as much as she's also just an she's an egomaniac megalomaniac you know like very full of herself (laughs) and then her brother Troy is always with her but she's like the mouthpiece of it and she has moments where like She'll be like, yeah, it'll make me a god. And he's like, don't you mean us gods? And she's <laughs> like, yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> like, and you're, they they very clearly kind of built it up that they're going to, they're probably going to betray each other or something. Like, they both seem to hate each other in some capacity. Um, But she, Tyrene is a siren, which I, that probably means nothing to you because I know you're not big on Borderlands, but there's like, as far as I know, there's only seven sirens in the galaxy and they're kind of, they're, these people with mystical powers, um, so they're, they're like mages. Um, <laughs> but Lilith or the Firehawk, she was the siren from the first game. Um, they built her into the Firehawk, but it's like she was the siren from the first game. Then there was Maya, who's the siren in the second game. And there was also Angel, who was in the second game. And then now there's Tyrene, her twin brother, who may... I'm like, this, this adds a question, which I don't know if it gets resolved in the game or not, but... It's like, can males be sirens? Because up till this point, all all the sirens have been female. Which he he doesn't fully function like a regular siren because she keeps Tyrene keeps referring to him as a leech since they were twins. Um, she's like, yeah, he just like siphons my energy. Which then it becomes a stupid plot point where he's like, oh, I can steal energy from other things. Um, Why are like if there's seven sirens in the whole galaxy? Why are four of them on one planet? <laughs> Maybe it's just in this region. It, it, they they don't really go into a lot of depth on the sirens. It's one of those... I always felt this way about Borderlands in general. The, the lore is actually really good like and interesting. Like, oh, you got these sirens, when you get and past that's the interesting. Humor. <laughs> yeah, like... Which doesn't make any sense. The story is written like shit. The humor is really bad. But then it's like, okay, like sirens that's an interesting concept or just like a lot of the creatures and the environments and the universe like are actually really interesting but then it's full of this shit that like they could write a legitimate good story they just don't which in some ways the i think it's it depends on what you're coming to borderlands for because i think some people do actually legitimate like the writing i think they're I mean, it's very much Rick and Morty-esque humor, which is fine. It's it's. I do think it's a humor that's for a very specific audience. It's not for everyone, uh, or maybe they wrote it. 
It's a, it's a lot of poop jokes. It's a lot of very crude humor. Uh, just I'm pickle poop. It, I mean, like I said, with the, the siege mustache thing reminded me the most of the pickle Rick thing because it, it was like these two words are like funny. What if we just like put these words together and then tried to just force it as a thing? Um, and I was like, okay, it didn't work, but all right. Like I said, I'm really upset that they kind of butchered my boy, uh, Reese, because I, I liked him. Which is sad, because even uh, Vaughn, like, I think it's a little funny what they did with Vaughn, but they turned Vaughn into a punchline where he was actually, like, a really cool character in Tales from the Borderlands. Yeah. But that, that the Tales team knew what they were doing. They, they know how to write. It, this is the... Borderlands has the exact opposite problem of the Yakuza team. It's like good coders and good like artists and everything mixed with the worst like writers. <laughs> so, but they do a, I think they did did a lot of interesting things. The guns can have little charms at the end of them um that you can put on. They don't really do anything. It's just a cosmetic thing. You can change the skins on the guns uh, once you get once again just a lot of cosmetic stuff. Um I still kind of don't know why they stuck with the uh four character type thing where they're kind of preset characters and you don't just like make your own character. Uh, that seems a little dated, but yeah. that that's kind of a lot of the conversation I've seen around this game is like, it, it's the best game, like 2012 game I've played. And I kind of agree with that. Uh, just a lot of the things feel kind of dated, but also at the same time, Borderlands is still Borderlands. And it's one of those things that went away for long enough that it's kind of came back in vogue. Like, like now that there's a whole lot of other loot shooters and everything that it's like, I kind of just want Borderlands to be Borderlands. I don't, I didn't yeah. want it because I know a lot of people are like, oh, they should have taken like stuff from Destiny and this and that. Um, I don't think they should have. I, I think really the template they should have looked at the most was still uh, Diablo. Yeah. And seen what Diablo was doing and then formulate off that. I would have loved to have seen them do something. As long as it's not Diablo Immortals. <laughs> I I wanted to see them do something like a rift where it is like oh here's a weird like procedurally made dungeon that you're in. Oh, okay. Oh, um Penn and Teller are in this game. Oh, really? Like straight up. That doesn't surprise me. Characters that look exactly like their bosses. So I I I murdered Penn and Teller. <laughs> Cuz when when this character started talking, I was like that's Penn. That has to be Penn. And then they were running like this weird like murder game show thing and I was like and then his portrait showed up, and I was like, okay, it looks just like him. It has to be him. <laughs> and, I mean, I know Pitchford's a magician, just like Penn and Teller. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't want to talk about Randy Pitchford. Uh, but I think that this game's good. It's more Borderlands. It's not any... <laughs> It's not more than what it needed to be. It didn't try to break any new ground. I, I think it just... Uh, it touched up on a lot of cool elements from the old game. The uh, like the talent trees are actually really cool. You since I'm playing as the siren, you have three different talent trees, but they have these kind of mod the, these nodes that are off to the side of the talent tree that are like kind of you can equip them to modify how your ability works. So currently, I have this hand that comes out of the ground and grabs a guy and locks him in place. Yeah. But then one of the modifiers has other hands that come out and just beat the shit out of them, <laughs> which is pretty cool. And I I was first on the the blue path, which is in the middle, would let which let me shoot like this weird like arm missile thing, which it would like basically obliterate anything in its path. <laughs> but I I switched to the red path 
um, which I may respect to the green and see what that's about. Usually it's like kind of like green path is support, blue path is kind of like balance, and then like red path is more like aggressive, like attack damage, um, which I don't know if that holds true in this game or for every other character, but it does feel like all the specs are a bit more unique and varied than they used to be. Um, which I, I can only can really speak to the siren because that's the only <laughs> character I've played. Yeah. Uh, my friend's playing the assassin, at least with like the character he's on with me. Um, but I don't know how his abilities work. I don't even know if he's pulling his abilities. I'm sure he is, but I'm just <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I don't know how his character functions. Um, but yeah, I like that the, uh, they kind of made it like Diablo, how Diablo three eventually added the hard mode, which just made it so the game kind of leveled with you. So you'd get max level in a single playthrough. It feels like that's what they did here where it just, everything's always scaling with you. Okay. Uh, so you're always within a, a few levels. So nothing's ever like super hard or super easy. Uh, the bosses in this, um, I, it sucks cause I, I finally feel they did boss fights justice, but unfortunately the boss fights feel bullet spongy. Like it feels like I'm just shooting a guy a bazillion times. So it, it's like, oh good. They finally have like intricate boss fights that have different stages and phases but it's just like, like one of the bosses, I swear we were shooting for like two hours. He would, it was like a ridiculously long boss fight, which you, uh, unlike other Borderlands, you find you're finally off Pandora. You leave Pandora to go to other planets, um, which I like and I hate cause they didn't, uh, they did kind of, they did the video game ass video game thing where they decided like each planet is a certain like paradigm. So like oh, this is like Frost Planet, or in this case, it's like, here's City Planet, here's Swamp Bog Planet, here's where I feel like, obviously, Pandora had quite a few environments. It's like, why why don't we have, like, planets that have, uh, like, several environments? And then I also feel in doing that, which, I don't know, maybe it'll wrap up in the story or something, but you do open several vaults in this game, which in the in the first game you open a vault. Several vaults. Yeah, in the second game you open a vault. This time you're opening several vaults. Um, I think you're opening three with a potential of a four because they added kind of this mythos of a grand vault. I'll put in quotes. I don't know. Once again, don't know if that's real or not. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Uh, but that that's also, I feel because you're opening so many and fighting a lot of vault guardians, they've devalued the vaults in and of themselves. Because you think Borderlands 1 slash 2, where you were ma- like spending the whole game like getting parts of the vault key and charging up the vault key and then opening a vault, that's the entire game. This, it's like, oh, no, you're opening like vaults left and right. You'll be getting key like fragments left and right and finding key fragments all over the place. And it is very... It's not as formulaic as like I initially thought, but it still does kind of follow the same thing that Borderlands 2 did of oh we need to get the band back together so like going and getting gotta go find Mordecai gotta go find Roland gotta find Lilith like this is kind of that but with the cast of two slash one because it was like oh we let's go to this planet and find Brick um who's Marcus he's Marcus Phoenix (laughs) I'm just putting it out there he's wearing a do-rag like Marcus Phoenix he's (laughs) is he gigantic oh yes he's Marcus Phoenix (laughs) And he's, he's ready to out. kill some grubs. <laughs> he's hanging out with Tiny Tina. Uh, they kind of made, they had been making them a, like a friendship pair, like kind of a, well, it's always like 
big brother, little sister, but then it's they did like the weird role reversal where she keeps calling him like little brother, even though he's like obviously giant and a lot older than her, but she's supposed to be crazy. I don't know. I never really, <laughs> I never like Tiny Tina. I know she has a certain like fan base, which sucks because I do really like Ashley Birch as a voice actor. Like, I think she's a phenomenal voice actress that has done lots of other work outside of Borderlands, but I know this was kind of her, Borderlands was her big break with Tiny Tina. Um, yeah, and uh, like every, I know everybody's complained about this, but when you open the menus, for Christ's sakes, it is, it like legs the whole game. Oh, God. Yeah, like especially if you, if you go into your talent tree, it's mostly your talent tree. It will like, it's like get ready to wait for at least like 10 seconds for it to load that your sucks. talent tree which I don't really know why I hope they maybe fix that or something. It's just, it's real slow opening the talent tree. Um, and especially the first time you open it, it's obnoxiously slow. The maps are kind of cool. They're like fully 3d. Like it has like a lot of depth to it. Yeah. I do think they need to get better at their map marking. Cause it, it'll like ping a waypoint on your map. And since some of these maps are really complicated and layered, you you might be like, okay, I'm going in that direction. And it's like, oh, you had to like circle around back and go this other route. And it's like, well, yeah. I kind of wish you put like a string of waypoints going in that direction that would kind of get me to where I needed to go. Yeah, I just saw an article on Kotaku today complaining about that. There's like, it's, they're like, I don't trust waypoints anymore. <laughs> It's confusing sometimes. I mean, you can just open your map and look at your map. It's like, it is an easy solution. But once again, opening that menu is kind of a pain <laughs> in the ass. It's slow and, like, it's a hindrance. But I do think how they handled maps is pretty cool um, in this. I haven't Watch seen the solution maps will be like a this. companion app, a companion <laughs> app where you're just like, here's your map on your phone. And you can download no. this app. Fuck no. <laughs> but this has been scratching that itch. I do think... Uh, for people that even didn't like Borderlands 1 or 2, I think they might like this one. I think there's enough quality of life things that are different. Um, it's like, uh, what is my comparison? It, it it did just enough different things that if you didn't like former entries, this one might scratch that itch. But I, I had like a good comparison, but I can't think of it now of like another game that had done the same thing. I, I guess Zelda is something to look at kind of like, like, oh, you maybe didn't like... Like, and it's not, no, Zelda's not a good one because it's not this, it's not as drastic as something like Skyward Sword to to Breath of the Wild, but they, they did do enough different that it, I, I guess I, the way I look at it is Borderlands 1 to Borderlands pre-sequel, those games are kind of like similar enough, but different enough that they're a bit unique, and this feels the same as that, uh, but for Borderlands 2. So Borderlands 2 to 3 does enough different while still being the same because i like i said i do like some of the changes that they've made to like make talents interesting i think the power ratings on guns are pretty cool i like the leveling that it the game constantly scales with the player i think that that's a welcome change yeah i like that idea so even though i'm not much of a borderlands fan it it's been a lot of dude bro games of <laughs> Borderlands and Gears. Um, yeah. Well, see, I just, and I explained one of the reasons I kind of discovered after playing a lot of Gears is that I I have a problem with the whole idea of just all the random weapons. Like, I like, I, like it's cool and all, 
but I really like iconic weapons and like I so- get that, but that being said, I, I know I kind of mentioned this in the text because you said you you like iconic weapons like something like the Lancer, where it is like you can look at a kind of a weapon and just be like identify if the franchise with that weapon. I, I think that's always a kind of a cool thing. Yeah, but in the case of Borderlands, it's the companies, which that's always been an interesting thing of like, oh, this is like a Hyperion. Like, which they've done even more on that front in this game to be like, oh, this is a Hyperion gun. It has like a shield or, oh, this is a, a TDR weapon. So it's going to have the weird reload where I reload and throw the gun and it's a grenade of some kind. See, I, Some of that stuff is cool, but I just I feel like it's just not enough for me like to have like, oh, like it's a brand of guns. I like I just like you look at a gun like this is the Halo assault rifle. This is the DMR. This is the Lancer or just like there's so many like iconic i mean i mean going all the way back to freaking golden now you have the golden gun i mean it's yeah i mean i like that stuff it's just obviously you're in a borderlands which is supposed to be diablo but with guns yeah you you kind of can't because because i mean what would you point at in diablo is the iconic weapon i see i I never got into diablo either (laughs) i just like looter looter type games like that are just not for me so like in Diablo, once again, kind of like, kind of like this. It's more about the class and like I'm the same way with even uh, Destiny. I couldn't get into into Destiny either. Destiny is a little bit better about having iconic weapons. Yeah, it's not like as random. I mean, a lot of Destiny revolves around like upgrading stuff with things. But I don't know. I I haven't looked at Destiny in forever, so. Destiny is a weird thing. But uh you, you play anything else this week? Is that about wraps that um, up? Those at least were the three the big, big ones. ones. I'm sure I played something else <laughs> that I can't remember. Um, but those were the important ones. Well, this week I played... Well, first, I'll just get the short one out of the way. I, I reinstalled Stardew Valley because I was like, I kind of want to get back into this. And I started playing it because I, I never really got that far in the game just because like... Every time I start a new game like that, I really want to play it. But then I'm just like, oh, but I got to learn all this stuff. I don't want to learn anything. <laughs> like, I get you, man. Trying to like find like, oh, I got to learn the layout of the whole city town and talk to all these people. Starting a new game is the hardest part for me. Because it's just like now I got So I got to learn all these things and go through the slog. It's like basically in, those, like in a game like Stardew Valley or Harvest Moon, you know, don't really learn the game until like your first full year. And then you can actually, you, you want to be at that grind, which is like after the first year where you just like, all right, I have my loop. I know what I'm doing in a day or yeah, a week. Exactly. But you just have to spend the whole first year, just like figuring out like what's what, where does this go? What happens on these days? What to plant during which season? Yeah. When to, when to plant it? Yeah. And, um, remembering the dates of things so that you can make sure that like you're not like too busy on a day to go to like some stupid hall some some festival since there's like a million festivals and those types of games yeah um and birthdays and oh shit there's so much and so and stardew valley is like the biggest one of any of those games like there's more stuff to do in that game than like any harvest moon game i would say but so yeah i just barely started into that um I swear I played something else other than Gears, but I can't recall for some reason. I thought I played something else, but yeah. So basically I was like, okay, well, Gears 5 just came out. I was sick. 
I gotta play something. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna play through all the Gears games since they're all on Game Pass. So I just installed every single Gears game. So I started with Gears Ultimate or uh, Ultimate. Era. What's what's the? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Gears it's Ultimate. Gears Ultimate Edition. I um, just I didn't do that one. I just played classic Gears One. <laughs> I maybe I, I don't like that Gears Ult. Um, so yeah, I played that Ultimate Edition because it was on Game Pass. I don't understand why that thing was 44 gigabytes. It's huge. Big textures. It was so freaking huge. And you Big uprose textures. Like, I don't feel like... And, and then, like, going from Gears 1 to 2, it didn't seem like... like It seemed like Gears 2 looked just as good, if not better, than Gears Ultimate. And Gears 2 was 8 gigabytes. Get ready to have your mind blown by the power of Gears 4 and 5. I saw 4 was like 30 or 40, and 5 was like 120 or something. Actually, Gears 4 is like 100 and something. Gears oh, 5 the, oh, yeah, that's right. The other way around. It's only yeah. like 40 or 50. Yeah, if Gears 5 was like 50, and then Gears 4. It's not 4, big yet. <laughs> Gears 4 was like hundred over 100. It's like, yeah, so I... First thing I want to mention, why the fuck was Marcus wearing his gear armor while he was just rotting in prison? I swear he was only in there 14 days. I but but that's still 14 whole days. Why would they <laughs> even if he was in there for 14 days? Why would, gotta have something to wear? <laughs> he's just, he's just I mean, he's in like a makeshift prison. Like, I don't think it was makeshift. It was a it, it was it, they called it Jacinto Prison. I mean, so it was a prison. It was like uh, everything was shitty. Well, everything in that whole world is shitty. So I'm like, <laughs> you had the. Friggin' the the pendulum wars followed by E Day, so everything was a mess. Every the whole world was a mess. Yeah, <laughs> and I and you know I didn't realize that like E Day happened so soon before Gears One. Like I I thought that Gears um for some reason I was thinking that E Day like was a thing that had already happened, and you're just kind of like you you just popped into like the middle of the war and they're just like this war is happening and gear and and Marcus is just chilling out in prison while all this war is going on until they're like okay we we really need to get this Marcus guy out no I mean he was he was there during e-day so I mean that's why he got arrested yeah or court-martialed is yeah yeah <laughs> uh so yeah he's and gears one is pretty good I love the military bravado like I said it's just this insane game where you're just this hulk of a man running through just destroying everything i gotta kill these fucking grubs man (laughs) i mean the game is fully a male power fantasy yeah totally yeah and and like it's good about that like i it you feel cool chainsawing everything i love chainsawing stuff that was (laughs) like i guess i've said this several times before there's very few things feel better in a video game than fucking chainsawing somebody in half with your chainsaw bayonet. Like, whoever thought of that idea for a weapon in a video game, putting a chainsaw bayonet on a machine gun, <laughs> it's totally fucking badass. The Lancer is very iconic, it's, very awesome. And a lot of the I mean, weapons in the things. games, are, a lot of the weapons are really fucking good in that game. Well, I mean, like, a lot of them are iconic, too. Like, the Hammer of Dawn's pretty iconic. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're controlling an orbital satellite laser platform that just incinerate your enemies. <laughs> like, 
Jesus Christ, like talk about weaponizing space. <laughs> you just that is like the one of the coolest weapons in a video game. And the way they use it in 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 the um, in the first was it the first? Yeah. I think it was the first gears where you had the um God, what were those called? The the Berserker? The, yeah, the Berserker. Yeah. That, Which they don't really bring back. They brought it back once. Like I in know Gears Three when he was a... Uh, like the berserker was a lambent berserker, and you that was, and you only he charged at you once, and then you ran away. Yeah, which I, that was something I always thought was interesting because the berserkers are females. Yeah, like it's like yeah, there this once again this is like builds up the lore of that that the berserkers are the locust females that they're more like bigger and angrier than the males and blind <laughs> too apparently just yeah they. They do actually get back to that a bit in uh, 4 and 5, um, but it was like, where were those? Speaking of, since I know you you played a lot of Gears, but... Uh, <laughs> Fucking, I have, two, I have nightmares of the Lambent now. Two introduced Razor Hail, which never really yeah. comes back. Yeah. Um, but then they did kind of... They brought back in 4 and 5 weird, just really weird weather shit. Which is good because I I was like that was something about it's the universe that the weather just planet. went like super fucked up. <laughs> it's, and now introducing fire rain. <laughs> Fuck this you. has like five has like mega razor hail. Oh god, like ultra mega razor. <laughs> it's not even rail. It's just like we're shooting lightning and at you. <laughs> yeah, there's like super thunder, like mega tornado thunderstorms. <laughs> Uh, like mini tor- tornado hail. It's mini tornadoes ultra. being thrown at you from the sky. There's like ultra lightning. It's <laughs> it's it's cool. Like I I thought that stuff's cool. This planet is fucked up, man. I mean, you this weather weather shit. You got Sierra's the, not a good planet. You, Nobody you, wants to live there. You, it's it's like the it's the beginning stage of 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 um, Pandora. <laughs> it's Pandora is what Sarah used to be. Or, 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 yeah, yeah. It was Sarah, and then it became Pandora. <laughs> that planet's bad. Um, planet's real bad. <coughs> I mean, you got this emulsion, which is just, like, this growing, like, as you learn to find out in It's three, like the life force. It's a poison life force, planet life force. Yeah, which also, like, they hinted at in... It's Mako energy. <laughs> they, they hint at the, the parasitic aspect of it in, in, in Gears 2. Yeah, they like very like very briefly like you kill one of the lambent things and you see like this weird yellow shadow just crawl up a wall and go into another lambent thing. And you, then they, they never mention it again until three. <laughs> it's just like yeah, it's kind of a disease or it's the the planet's like white blood cells in a way of like yeah, it's trying to expunge us because we're the disease. Expunge us and the locust. <laughs> like, we're all bad. We're all bad for the planet. But it was even though the planet is fuel. the planet is a freaking terrible place anyway because of the razor hail and all this other shit that's going on. I mean, I don't know if that becomes like a meta commentary about <laughs> climate change. This <laughs> is maybe. Um, so yeah, Gears One was good. Uh, the the ROM I had a hard time with by myself because I was just like. I feel like, like I said before, the the whole the whole the boss battle in Gears One felt more like the 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 final boss was actually just the game mechanics, like fighting them game mechanics like, the whole just way. Because I mean, Dom, your guy that's with you, 
just immediately dies, and it's that's like, my brosive. It's just like it's pointless for you to go revive him because you go revive him and you die. So you're just waiting for this guy to come and kill you, and you got to run across the other end of the train. But like you go the wrong direction. Oh, now I'm dead. <laughs> Cole, Dom, Baird. I hate all those assholes. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, uh, but the last the ending sequence was really good when you get you basically an old western train heist. <laughs> <laughs> Like just the futuristic train, like you got so like instead of horses riding alongside, you got the wraith riding alongside the thing, and you're shooting them down, and you got all this, Every, all this shit happening. The game's very like gothic, and I'm saying that in terms of like the architecture. It's all just yeah, like everything's just heavy, yeah, and weighty. <laughs> yeah, like the the yeah the architecture of the buildings is fucking ridiculous, like. <laughs> It's like, are they just living in an ancient, like, city? Like, an ancient Roman? <laughs> an ancient city in Spain just spread across the planet? Just I, Well, and that's another... And it's, like, it's like oddly futuristic, but they, like, still have, like, green CRT monitors. Yeah, which... Th- this has always been, like, a weird thing for me. It's almost but... like... It's almost like steam... Half steampunk, but not. Yeah, it it's goth punk. <laughs> goth steam so heavy deadly everything's it's got that deadly. cool guitar everything, rift every time you win yeah every and like everything has skulls and like the central design of everything is a gear i mean <laughs> gears and cogs yeah, yeah gears and cogs you, cog you, of you war. bunch of cog assholes <laughs> um these fucking cogs these fucking cogs you, man you cog <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so yeah, and then I, I, so I like, I stayed up like all night the other week, just beat it. Cause I was like, I, I was like, I gotta beat the, I beat this game. I gotta beat it. I gotta beat it. And so I just, I was like, I was already sick. I already called in anyway. So I'm like, I guess I'm just going to stay up all night and beat this. Then, then I started, then I started gears two and I played all the way through gears two and the mechanics significantly better in gears two. They improved the aiming a lot. It felt smoother. They improved the high, the the mechanics of like hiding and all that shit. They introduce the fact that a teammate can you can get downed and a teammate can pick you up. Revive me, <laughs> um, which they were very bad at. They didn't do it half the time. Um, Whoa, and, you Marcus! And yet you would <laughs> you would you would knock knock down a locust guy and he'd be crawling around on the ground and one of his buddies would go pick him up, but your guys wouldn't pick you up. I like that you could pick up guys and use them as a hostage. And yes, like, I love that <laughs> human shield. That was I love doing that. Um, but most of the time, I ended up just executing them because the fuck them. Stomping them. The game's metal. Yeah, it's the super fucking brutal game series. Is everything is just like you said, heavy. It's, it's you're just blowing stuff up. Like everything is just like visceral. Just explosions. You're blowing stuff up all the time. I I always felt this game was like it's Doom, but from a different perspective. Yeah, it, it really is. It's you. Your Marcus is like the alternate Doom guy. <laughs> He's the alternate Doom Slayer. He's Marcus Phoenix. He's the solution I, to the Doom Slayer. I can't wait till you play want, four so you can get to my tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I want. I want. Stop popping the pods. As you proceed to pop every pot. <laughs> I want to, I want, I want to see an alternate universe where Marcus Venus fakes faces off with the D- doom guy. I still think, I think doom guy would win. I think but, doom guy would win too, but I think that would be a good yeah, game. Yeah, Cause I'm like, Marcus Phoenix is still 
despite being like ridiculous, it's still like within the realm of possibility. See what happens? Where Doom guy is like, nah, man. But what happened is you're fighting each other, but then hell opens up and the locust demons come out. <laughs> Instead of the regular demons, they're locust demons. And Marcus is like, we got to kill these fucking grubs, man. And then Doomslayer says nothing because he doesn't talk. And I noticed a tiny world detail in 5. You, There's a part where you're just walking around like the city. But I went to a gym and there was weights. And there was like the heaviest weights in there, which were huge. Just said 25. I was like, that's a 25 pound weight. That's that's a, a, no, that's a twenty-five ton weight. It's, <laughs> it's, that's that's a Marcus. That's a Marcus Phoenix weight. My, my right assumption there. was that gravity is different on this planet, and so like twenty-five pounds is a lot to them. Yeah, twenty-five pounds is is a lot. It's, it's like big, oh, it's geez, that's planet. heavy. Which I mean, yeah, it, it's so. See, what, what were the what are the things I wanted to say about two? Um, shit, I like said a lot of stuff to you in a text message, and now I can't remember all of it. But. Uh, See if I can go back here because I there's certain things I because uh, I tried to like talk about it before I talked about it so that I would try to remember it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw on Reddit the other day someone posted like a picture of like Mayan runes or Incan rune, ruins or something, just a bunch of like brick walls of former buildings that were about chest high. And I'm like, the first thing I thought about was like, oh, where where can I hide? Where, where's the best place to? To, to kneel behind that would so you can kill the locust when they come out from behind the the other walls on the other side of this just like that's how much gears I've been playing it's just ridiculous like I, I I've not which is kind of nice too because like going from game to game you notice the differences in each one and uh I didn't catch there's certain things that I never would have caught like in the first game like right off the bat the first thing that like um Hoffman says to you is just like where you're like He's where's like, where's the support at? And he's like, you are the support. And then, then you, uh, at the end of the second game, you show up and, and, and you're with Hoffman and Hoffman's yelling on the, the intercom, where's the support? And then you're like, sir, we are the support. <laughs> he's just like, throw it right back in his face. Like, he's like, he's like, hmm, we yeah. are the support, son. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I guess we are. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Let's see. Yeah, I guess I didn't really have a whole lot to say about two. Two was just like you just go through it, and you. I mean, I'd like the whole sequences where you're obviously like flying around in the 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 wraith was was the wraith that I was. I, I said it just a minute ago. God damn it! Why I keep forgetting this? Um, the reaver, you know, the same wraith, reaver, similar. You're flying around in the reaver. You're riding that brumac. Um, you're doing that. You're you're going up the mountain in that tank. See, my thing is just two's inconclusive because, which two is kind of where they set this precedent of being like, what if we just leave every game in a cliffhanger? Yeah, and then it just it was like it was super, always that yeah, super cliffhangery. It like like you maybe we stopped the threat, but no, we didn't. Uh, <laughs> you never do. Yeah, not on this fucking planet, Jesus. <laughs> it's um, chill. I did like the whole like when you uh destroyed the like the the brumac at the end where he just turns into it's a giant lambic lambic brumac and, you, and then you just fire into again the the hammer of dawn just comes in to save the day it's just in every game thank god we have these hammers it's, it's, thank god we uh installed this deadly ass laser system in space 
fuck GPS. We just installed a bunch of fire lasers in space. <laughs> God, I can't wait for you to play five. So they, Ugh. you're doing all that stuff. I like the sequences on that and going in the mountain and the whole, that, that was the thing I was going to mention. There was a, there was a whole sequence where you go and you find, you go to where the, um, basically no, that's it. See, and that's in. Never mind. That's in three. I was gonna say where you go to the queen's palace. That's in three because in three you go down there. In two you go. Oh there. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. In two you go there she because just that's leaves. when you you find. Yeah, you find out. Um, that's when you find out about Dom's wife because he had to Maria. Like, he had to murder her in yeah a really unfortunate way. <laughs> yeah, it's super depressing. But there's supposed to be a stealth se- did you so did you have that option when you played the game to do a stealth sequence after that? I don't remember, but now that you mention that, four uh Gears four and five, and more so in five, because you have like world like world events, um you can play stealth like for portions. So you can like yeah. grab people and stab them in the neck. Yeah, so like in this, there was like I didn't get the option for it for some reason, but that, cause I remember, I, I swear to God, the first time I ever played this game, I did it. But after, uh, after he, Dom kills his wife and then there's like the whole cut scene and he comes over to Marcus and Marcus is just like, Hey man, I found an, I found a, a way to get into the, the palace, but, uh, you but, need a minute, man. <laughs> but if you want to, but if you want to go in guns blazing, I understand. And right He's there, like d- it, and Dom's like, that's, I want to kill him. <laughs> that's that's when you. But like you get to choose though. Usually, like you, you're uh, there at that point. There should have been a screen that popped up where it does like the left the, trigger to the go. Two paths. Yeah, so like one would be stealth, one is guns blazing, and it just it didn't even give me the option. I just went into guns blazing mode. But the other one, We're like, gonna kill all the grubs in the stealth mode. In the stealth one, you're like you run through. Like apparently you you uh, sneak up on some Theron guards and uh, kill them and take their armor and you just you're just stealthing through trying to hide from other guards and stuff going through this area wearing Theron guard armor, which uh, I I still have a fan theory, um, which is still I it's still my theory, but I think uh, Adam Phoenix uh, hooked up with the Locust Queen. I think I think. <laughs> I think that happened. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably <laughs> they had Mar- a relationship. That's probably, and I'm. You know what, Marcus is. Marcus might be part locust. <laughs> my strong half is my locust half. <laughs> that's what makes me so huge. Um, so, um, see, I don't. I don't think Marcus is half locust. I, I think he's. I think he just has an illegitimate like someone out there. <laughs> Um, and I don't like they they introduce Jace in three, which but wasn't wasn't he voiced by a rapper? I think so, yeah. Because he never mentioned again. But then he he actually I think he showed up in two if you played the cell sequence because he's Dom's replacement. Yeah, <laughs> but which yeah I think ter- which is. There's a lot of terrible things that happen with the franchise of Dom. Like, what are you doing? No, just <laughs> I still can't get over that they used Mad World at that part. Yeah, and that actually reminds because I forgot that they did those that in the commercial the for commercial for the first gears. I hate it. I've <laughs> they're like, hey, remember that commercial we did for Gears One? It now it's in the game for. 
for that specific sequence, they should have had like an actual like written piece. Yeah, for not, the game, yeah. not just some like paid for music. But also the and I just can't help think of the, it, I think of Donnie Darko every time I hear that song. Yeah, leading up to that part was kind of cool though because it's like first you're fighting the locust and now you're fighting the lambent, lambent and, people and now you have the lambent people you're fighting too so you like have three different fucking enemies and you're like well i'm fucked Z- here zombies zombies that's always zombies that was also the age where everything had to be a zombie i mean everything like i swear every time they make something interesting in a game it like gets boiled down to like oh zombies. fundamentally they're zombies fundamentally or or the greater threat is a zombie and it's a third party and like, Halo. I mean, like the flood. Yeah, flood. And it's like, oh, you're fighting. That's like, that's always the thing I hated the most about Halo was like, you're fighting the Covenant. That's awesome. You're fighting against these awesome aliens. But, oh, zombies. Gotta trudge through this fucking level with a shotgun and kill all these goddamn flood that take over the, the other. I, <laughs> I at least thought at the time when Halo did that, it was more inherently interesting. Having yeah. the, the, like, three different factions. But at the same time, the library was the worst level in Halo. I hated that It was level. also the longest level in Halo. That, that level's that level. 900 hours long. I hated You're- that level. <laughs> Just that, that, I think that's why I hate the Flood, is because of that level. <laughs> it's like, oh, great, a Flood level. This is going to take 10 years. Um, so then moving on to, like, Gears 3... Fuck the Retro Lancer. Fuck that thing. I love the Retro Lancer. I hate... Why do you like the Retro Lancer? Because you stab people with it. You, you want to stab people? Yeah. You don't want to chainsaw it's people? It's got a cool animation. What's wrong with you? You know, after chainsawing 900 billion wretches... I- no, I will chainsaw 900 billion <laughs> wretches 900, <laughs> over and over. Like, there's that whole level with the sires. That was there's, in two, though, actually. But- there's a new Lancer in four and five. Called the GL Lancer, it it it's alternate fire like for the chainsaw button, shoots missiles. <laughs> okay, that sounds pretty cool. <laughs> but uh, but seriously, like the retro lan- like first of all, like it's inaccurate as fuck. It's strong. It's weak. It's, it's strong. Weak. It's not the Lancer, and it holds half the amount of ammo. I, okay, I don't. My preferred layout, Retro Lancer and Regular Lancer. I have just two Lancers. It doesn't let you do that, though. Yeah, you can. It wouldn't let me do it. You can use both. I had a Lancer in in my, my right D-pad. I switched to my left D-pad, and it wouldn't let me swap. Mm. I could swear you could do both. I think you're full of shit. I know for a fact <laughs> in 4 and 5 and Judgment, you can do both. Well, maybe in those. I don't think you could so I'm in pretty three. sure you can in 3. I'm pretty think, sure you can. It wouldn't let me do it. I wanted to do it because I was like, fuck it, I'll do two Lancers. Double Lancers is the only way to roll. That's dual-wielding Lancers. I <laughs> wish you could dual-wield two regular Lancers and double chainsaw. I think you would have to be even bigger. <laughs> <laughs> you would have to be like Marcus Phoenix in that Flash Kids <laughs> animation. Double chainsaw. Could you imagine running up just to... spin. <laughs> could you... Yeah, well, I mean, freaking Scourge could use two chainsaws. Why can't you? he's big. <laughs> Could you imagine running up to two, uh, uh, two locusts in, in cover with double lancers and chainsawing both of them at the same the, time? The animation would actually be chainsawing both the arms off and then like making an X in their body. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Um, that was the other thing too. Ammo in the first Gears of War, you had six hundred and sixty ammo for the lancer. 
In the second Gears of War, they're like, fuck you, you get 550. And then in the... Why do they keep making the Lancer worse? <laughs> and then in the th- and then in the, in the third, they give you 420. Remember the- before they outlawed the big clips? <laughs> you could have the bigger clips, <laughs> and then you could banana clip them. You remember why, that? Why you... Why you <laughs> they're nerfing my Lancer. This is bullshit. <laughs> I just want to chainsaw people and shoot people with the Lancer. So... Gee, Tom, what's with like the Lancer 2.0? It can hold like five bullets. What's the <laughs> and they they hardly gave you any ammo for the Lancer in three. So I ended up being like, I guess I'm using the freaking bull one bull the one single shot. I forget the, the bull name. Bulltalk. No, no, that's the pistol. Um. Oh, the hammer burst. Yeah, I ended up using the hammer burst most of the game because it was the only I thing never I could use the hammer burst. It's the only thing I could get fucking ammo for unless I wanted that to use true. the piece of shit retro lancer. Yeah, yeah that I retro lancer. I fucking hate the retro lancer. It's the worst I would just one. run up there and spear a bunch of guys cuz it was just it was felt cool. I mean, I would use the I would use a cleaver. If I got a cleaver, I would use that. And uh, I just run up and start In 5 there was a point where I had the retro lancer and I was just running around and your character I was playing Kate, but she would just scream so as I was running it was just and like there was an enemy that we just couldn't find so I was just like running around looking for it (laughs) that was the one thing that kind of one thing that slowed down combat a little bit which has got a little annoying in 2 and 3 is like the whole concept where they they gave the AI the same rules that applied to you, which that not a lot of games do. Res where, the enemies, and yeah, res the enemies, which always happen. It almost with like without fail, every single time you finished up the last locust, you would be one that would not get completely killed, and you would just be crawling around. <laughs> so like you wouldn't get the guitar sound. You're like. So this epic music is playing. It's like, now I got to run around and try to find this guy crawling around somewhere. Help me, please. Or just wait for him to die, and then it, then it ends. But They had the... Uh, oh, they added those... Uh, the... Which these, I, these didn't show up in the newer series, but the, the mortars. Oh, yeah, the those mortars. Massive yeah. mortars. Those mortar guns were pretty cool. I like that. Just raining all these missiles. Oh, and the intro sequence to... Um, three where they're like, we're taking the war straight to the grubs. We're gonna go underground. We're gonna fight them on their home turf. It's like this sounds like a real bad idea. We're the dicks. <laughs> are we the bad guys? I mean, nah. I would argue both of them are the bad guys. In reality, the locusts and the humans are Everyone, pretty shitty. The cogs are shitty. UIR is shitty. The locusts are shitty. <laughs> But uh, oh man, that that intro sequence. I I also had issue with that where you're trying to shoot down the um the nemesis when you're on that the 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 freaking giant weird truck things. Because those nemesis, vehicles are weird. The the freaking nemesis kept hitting me because it's like hard to aim that turret gun at him. So like, I just kept dying over and over again. That game on like higher difficulties is kind of like. When I usually play these games, I play on hardcore, like Sans 4 and 5. Um, I plan to maybe go through those on hardcore. Well, they actually kind of got rid of the name hardcore. But the some moments in that game are just annoying because you'll get, oh, a Nemesis came out of nowhere and just like blew in me like up. like one shot, yeah. Yeah, like, I okay. Like, I, I just play normal because I'm not like Oh, a stranger person. just, a strange locust rolled up on me with a shotgun and blew me to bits. Which four has a mode of like like an Iron Man mode of like where you just one death that's it, 
um, which I'm like, I'm sure somebody out there has played it, but I'm just like, that game has so much just random, like, you just get killed by bullshit. Yeah. Happens all the time. <laughs> like, since, like, it seems sometimes to be a little random where stuff comes from. <laughs> like, oh, just got sniped, <laughs> like, cool, got sniped. <clears throat> My head just got blown up. Yeah. So I didn't even get down, so there was no res. Like in 3, when they uh, introduced that one-shot laser sniper thing. That thing's cool. That is pretty cool. I like using that, especially when you can fucking one... When I loved one-shotting um, Reavers with that thing. <laughs> yeah. You're like, this just thing that would take quite bam. a bit of bullets to take down, just one shot. Just boom. I, I like that it's called the one-shot. Yeah, just <laughs> literally the one-shot. Like, I would... I wish there was a part where you had a one shot when there's a brewmac. Just, just, <laughs> just one shot. Just to see if you could one shot a brewmac. I want to see if that's possible. <laughs> like, I almost wonder, like, because this came out on PC too, didn't it? Yeah. I almost want to like get like the PC version to see if someone modded, like, so you can just pick up a one shot in a section where there's a brewmac. And then just shoot it and see if it, <laughs> see if they coded it into the game where you can one shot a brewmac. It's interesting because I know some people, which I, I know I'm just not a huge PC gamer, but some people really like the PC controls. I feel like that control is a little weird. I, I know, like yeah, I at least when it comes to aiming, and especially like with a sniper, it's like, boy, you're gonna just your aiming is gonna be god tier. But yeah. for running around and everything. Yeah, it's definitely built for a controller, it seems like. Yeah. I um, mean, optimized for I it know. at least. P- people play all kinds of games with PC controls that I'm like, can't even imagine that. Like, yeah. Super nope. Meat Boy can't. That's weird. <laughs> Don't know why you would put yourself through that. Yeah, that's painful. <laughs> um. So, yeah, then uh, so I beat Gears 3. Killed the queen, all that good stuff. Killed my dad. Um, <laughs> I killed my dad. <laughs> I mean, not he killed himself, but <laughs> the the whole game. I was kind of making jokes the whole game of being like, this whole game is like a weird reverse, like Mario. So it's you're you're <laughs> trying to rescue your dad, and like Marcus is really proud of his dad. Yeah, he's like the whole time he's like, that's my dad. That's my dad. <laughs> I miss my dad. My dad's alive. Yeah. Oh my god. I can't wait to meet him. Dad, what are you doing? Stop talking. <laughs> and then all your, like, friends are like, like your dad's so cool. <laughs> um, the, un- <laughs> the submarine sequence was interesting. It was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, shooting down. Oh, look, but, we have a friend. Oh, wait, they're not our friends. <laughs> they're really into the big water monsters at that time. Yeah. Um, God, now that I say it, I wish, uh, I wish Five did, like, a giant sand monster. Oh, that would have been cool. I mean, they they killed the worm. Worms, <laughs> yeah, they from the inside. We, we're going inside. We gotta kill it from the inside. How many hearts does this thing have? <laughs> Too many. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they um, a bath of blood in there. Also, I like the the weird. The, the whole, like, secrecy thing where this Chairman Prescott's like, I have all this secret stuff, but I'm not telling anything. I, <laughs> all I, this information I, that would help you ask. Yeah, I kidnapped all the scientists. <laughs> and I put them on this island where they're doing massages to keep them calm, and I'm, and we're going to rebuild society after all you fuckers die. A trillion, bajillion, bajillion dollar resort. <laughs> an entire castle made of gold. An, yeah, an entire castle 
with a weather generator on it to keep everything out except for the locust. <laughs> <laughs> they got in. It's who okay because they're. We thought they could get in because they could dig underground. <laughs> Adam underneath Phoenix the is storm. buff Breaking Bad. <laughs> Why was Adam Phoenix so buff? I'm <laughs> 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 like uh, Breaking Bad, but with steroids. <laughs> super steroids. That weird fly thing that the Queen was sitting on. Yeah. It was with the sunlight beams. I didn't. I didn't think that that thing was as cool as the giant uh, reaver. Reaver, like the giant reaver was badass looking. This thing was like dumb. <laughs> it's a bee. <laughs> I, it's, it, to me, it just looked like a fly that had. Is adding to that insect angle. That's actually what's in space. That's that 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 that, that those beams. That's that's actually the hammer of dawn. <laughs> They've captured those things. They hit them in space. And the Hammer of Dawn, like, punches them in the eye and forces them to shoot lasers down. No, no. It's the same technology. Five explicitly explains the hammer. (laughs) So, yeah, then now I'm on Judgment. I haven't beaten Judgment. Judgment's weird. I don't like the controls. They fucked up the controls. Why would you change the controls? They're weird. You you got you get used to them. I I mean I like the. Uh, it the, feels arcadey. Yeah, I was like the only thing I really like is the ratings, like that you get your ratings on the levels, like your little weird chapters. I like how though when you when you explode in a guy that called a gib, you oh, gibbed, yeah. you gibbed him. <laughs> I'm, get, I'm getting gibbed left and right. <laughs> or should I say jibbed? I don't know. I don't know. Nothing hey, but select. bits. What is it, Shark Select? Is it gibbed or jibbed? <laughs> Are they giblets or giblets? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm, like, not even halfway through that thing because I'm trying to do, like, the declassified stuff. It still goes it's hard. pretty quick. It's, like, it's about seven or eight hours like the other ones. Yeah, so it, I just keep dying over and over again because I'm trying to do the hard shit. The timed ones suck. The timed I, things are oh, yeah. real dumb. I, I kind of like, like that, that the... Uh, chapters are just like a single like it's like kill all these guys all right that was a whole chapter <laughs> this fucking asshole is like holding court martial while the city's like falling apart <laughs> hey maybe we should be we have to hold the trial for the these <laughs> no no we have to we have to fight we have we have to court martial these assholes right here this building's literally falling apart <laughs> i i only think judgment's worth playing it to get introduced to paddock who is in five I mean, that's why I'm but. playing it. Otherwise, I think I might skip it. I know um, Dan oh, from Rated G said that he liked Judgment, too. So It's pretty good. It just... I I still could see uh, maybe if you paid a full 60 when this came out, being a bit disappointed. This seems more like... Like an add-on two, if three. It, if it released at 40. You, you know how uh, some games like Wolfenstein or... Uh, uh, Far Cry has released like these weird intermediate oh, yeah, games where it's that like, are forty almost bucks. like an expansion, but not. It, but it's a separate game. Yeah, yeah. That that it's it's basically made in the same engine. You recycles a bunch of assets. Yeah, like this feels like if you were to pay like forty bucks for Geometry Wars. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, because it's this really arcadey. You're just fighting certain levels to get stars. But but I think playing it outside of time, like. It's one of the it's one of those like 
playing it outside of when it was released is like, you know, it's not that bad. <laughs> like, yeah, and I never played it because I didn't play Gears and after the third one for some. I don't know why I didn't. For me, uh, for me, Gears ended as a trilogy. I think that might be it too. I think I just after three came out, I was just done with the series. I was just, whatever. But now I'm like back in because I'm like I gotta play Gears Five because Gears Five is a big deal. So I gotta play Gears I mean, Five and I gotta play Gears Four and I get in there. I almost don't know how they tricked the world into being excited about Gears again, right? Like, how did this happen? I never thought when I'd... when Four came out, nobody cared. Yeah, it was like little fanfare. It was like oh, Four Gears of War Four, okay, I guess. And now, like five, maybe it's maybe do, it's Doom. Of, Doom's fault. Doom of, did this. A lot of buzzers. People are like, people are stoked about Doom, and they're like, you know what else is cool? Like Doom, Gears of War. Let's make a fucking Gears of I War mean, game. For, for me, the trailer and Wolfenstein, the initial trailer for Gears, like I was like, oh, those all those enemies look real cool. Like, you know, I haven't seen a single Gears Five trailer. Gears. I you seen shouldn't, because it. it'd pump you up too much. I haven't seen a single one. I'll probably watch the trailer after. After I after I beat the game, because no. it's got cool enemies and shit. But I I got I'm I'm excited to play it. I'm working my way up to. It. I've been this is like the fastest I've played any games because I was just like I'm just running through these games, just killing grubs I, left and right. I like really I said, I have hear... nightmares about the Lambent. <laughs> you're afraid you're going Lambent? No. I'm, I, yeah, I mean, you're afraid well, you're going to turn into Maria. I was well, I was sick. <laughs> I was sick while I was playing these games. I'm like I could I could have had the Lambent fever. I'm going to turn into a human human lambent. I want to hear your thoughts, though, on 4 and 5 when you're there. Um, yeah, maybe. I think 5 is a lot better than 4. I doubt at this point I'll be able to get through them by next week, but probably the week after. Now that I'm not sick and I can't, four, I don't have like all day to just sit at home and play video games. 4, you can tell they worked hard on their horde mode because it has horde mode sections in the regular game. Which is kind of weird. Yeah, because, I mean, they really, because... They introduced Horde Mode in 2, and then they improved it in 3, and then they, like, rent... Now, now that's, that was, like, the thing, was... You, horde Mode was the thing people played Gears for, so... Um, that's... I'm, I can see why they would do that. It's just a little weird that it was rolled into the campaign. They're, they're trying to entice the people that buy like, Gears hmm, to maybe, only... Maybe you check out Horde Mode? Yeah. <laughs> or the opposite, like, get the people that are like, yeah, I love Horde Mode. It's like, well, maybe you should play the campaign, too. No. <laughs> Mm. But I don't know. It seems weird to me. Like I, I, I can't imagine playing one of these games and not playing through the campaign. Yeah, I, I mean, most people I know do both. They'll do campaign and like multiplayer. It always just feels like, in a lot of these games, it feels like the campaign is actually training for multiplayer. Yeah, it's like it's the tutor- it's the tutorial for multiplayer because then when you go fight against real people, it fi- it turns out that you suck at this game. <laughs> I just know most. Most people that I know are that are into the multiplayer, they almost exclusively play just for the multiplayer. But which I find I find that interesting because Gears Gears multiplayer is different than any other kind of multiplayer, so it's not like Call of Duty or yeah. like Halo or any of that. So I'm like it kinda sucks when people fall off or that Gears isn't in vogue because then these people are just like, I had nothing to play. It's <laughs> like nobody was playing that those games anymore. Yeah, I'm never really been into the multiplayer for these games, so I just like the story. I haven't either, but that's because I know I'm not good. I just like killing grubs with my chainsaw. I just, I mean, I always like a story. I I don't, which is weird because I know like games like Call of Duty and stuff have been axing story from their thing, and I'm like, I, 
I hate that. That's which is, it's funny because then you have Titanfall, which did the exact opposite. Yeah. Which was like, for the first Titanfall, no story. And then for a second Titanfall, added a story. And it was a huge boon for them. Yeah. And it seemed like, even then, like, it seemed like not enough people play. Like, it, 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 a lot of people liked it, but it seemed like it, it didn't. It sold well enough. It was, I mean, it was sandwiched. It was set up to fail and it still performed pretty well. Yeah. Because it was sandwiched between, uh, Call of Duty and Battlefield. But I heard it, it did have like a really good campaign. Oh, it's good. It's, I haven't played it. I need to play it. It's, it's yeah. It's got a. I I wouldn't talk as highly as uh, some people are like best campaign in like twenty years. I wouldn't say that. Like it's a good shooter campaign. Yeah, I, best campaign in twenty years. That would like be for uh, shooters kind of. <laughs> that would that would that would have to go to Halo Three, um, because you finished the fight. <laughs> it's, but it, but there hadn't been good like shooter campaigns in a while, and it, this felt kind of like a return to that. But I'm like, Do- Doom 2016 had already existed, so yeah, yeah. I'm like, I, I don't know. Th- both Which those I still games, need to play. Boom, boom, had good campaigns. So. I still need to play that before I play Doom Infinite, <laughs> Doom Eternal, or Doom Eternal. Yeah, let's say all these names. Same thing. Infinite and Eternal. I mean, you have till November. I got time. I got plenty of time. I'm man. I'm excited. That's gonna be good. I can't wait. Can't wait. BFG, another another thing, another iconic. iconic weapon, the BFG. I mean, also, Doom Doom kind of capitalized on all the, like, cliche ones before anybody else got to them, like chainsaws and... Yeah. <laughs> just weird, like, Gatling guns and, expl- like, giant exploding lasers before anybody else got to them. You and Elsa's a really good, good iconic weapon. I got two iconic weapons. 007 Nightfire, Odd Jobs Hat. <laughs> That fucking on the ski on the ski lift level, you just launch that thing across the map when you go outside, and you're gonna kill somebody that just happens to walk outside on the other side of the map. Cause that thing had a homing beacon. Odd job was always banned. I yeah, He's I always cheating. I was He's too small. <laughs> and then the other the other one, two rock, the cerebral bore. That, that weapon's too it's too cool. It's 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 the it's the blue shell of shooter games. You can, I, like, I would have to look it up, but there is a way to, like, unbore yourself. I think it was only in one of the games. I think it was, like, in the one that came out for the 360. Hmm. Because I, I swear on the 64, maybe it was an accident that happened, but I got, like, unbored. It was only, <laughs> it like, one time ever that I got, like, unbored because it, it was just, like, a weird... What, like, have, face-eating worm thing that you shoot? Yeah, I might have to look that up. Because, yeah, like, you hear that thing come, and you're like, well, I'm fucked. I'm going to die. <laughs> There's no way I can escape this thing from drilling into my head and killing me and giblet me, giblet, <laughs> giving me. The, the, Turok was too good for us. That's why we didn't. It, it It's funny because you think, like, it had it has the formula and everything that people would be into, especially today. Like, Man, dinosaurs and then like weird, like futuristic meets past weaponry. Yeah, and that that, that formula should work. You you put that alongside Doom. You put that alongside Gears of War Five. I think you you got a money maker if you make a two rock game right now. You would think, but it, it just every time that I feel they've tried, it just has failed. Because I think they just really you don't you ever hear about it. Like it's, when a two rock game comes out, you're like, oh, a two rock. Like they don't make a big deal about it, like they did for like this Gears game or the well, Doom I think, game. I think they would need real money behind it, like, yeah. which sucks because it's just 
So who who makes Two Rock again? I don't know anymore. I feel like Activision owns them at this point. Like whoever whoever has Acclaim used to, but I don't think Acclaim exists anymore. Microsoft needs to buy whoever whoever It'd be good. Who whoever has Two Rock, Microsoft needs to buy them. And they need to put a buttload of money into Two Rock and release it on it, Game Pass. It's so hard because they're not going to invest a lot of money into a non-proven IP, which I think keeps happening. Where they're like, "Oh, like you're not selling Gangbusters," but I'm like, you know, it, you know what would help like almost any franchise rubbing a bunch of money on it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I know. Yeah, if you give the team Microsoft money, they're gonna make it good at like even. The games are usually pretty solid anyway. They just need to market it. They need to put some marketing behind it. Big Dino Hunter. I mean, that's kind of what it was. Yeah. It, it did torque bows before torque bows. Yeah. That explosive tip arrow th- things. Those were badass. I I didn't like the torque bow, and I used that the least. Huh. I and really liked the torque bow. I, just, I liked it the most in one. I liked it probably the least now, but there's new cool weapons. Yeah, I just I didn't like it because it didn't hold enough ammo and it took too much time to wind up. I prefer it over I the always, long shot. Well, see, I always use the long shot because I just headshot everybody. I mean, I just shoot somebody with an explosive arrow, <laughs> just watch them blow up. But the difference is, is I can hold like twenty freaking long shot rounds to like eight. Yeah, eight arrows, eight explosive arrows. Bullshit. You need to be able to hold more arrows. Yeah, get a quiver. And that takes up your secondary slot. <laughs> they they should have added um, one thing that always bugged me. Why does the hammer take up a main slot like the hammer of dawn? It should you should be able to put it in your pistol slot. Yeah, right. I think they did that. Just I hate I hate having to carry that thing around. It like, still bugs me. You, you pick it up and you're like, great. Now I'm just carrying this useless weapon around because but you can they, only use they it gave, certain yeah, sections. They gave it to me, so I know I'm gonna need it somewhere. So I gotta carry it with me. Dumb. I hate it. Should have been able to just use a pistol slot, but you know, it's artificial, making it harder for you. I mean, it looks like a pistol, so I just think it would go with the pistol slot. Yeah, or just be its own thing. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he could. Marcus is huge. I'm sure he has a little hook somewhere on his armor that you could put another. Strap it under my arm. Yeah. Strap it to the side of my head so that wherever I'm looking, it will aim the hammer of dawn. <laughs> he became a shark with a freaking laser beam attached to his freaking head. I mean, he Austin is a Powers shark. Marcus Phoenix is a he's a human shark. No one's ever made a do rag look as cool as Marcus. Phoenix. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is, let's just forget his fuzzy hair, though. <laughs> I have sheep hair. <laughs> so weird. Like okay. But, don't know uh, why you have that. We, so now that we've managed to talk about Gears of War for like probably an hour and a half, <laughs> we should probably take a break because I didn't have any other games I played. I just played the shit out of Gears, just all the Gears. So we're going to take a break. We'll be back with more gaming discussion. This is Liz. Hey, this is Heather. And we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast. A show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From movies and TV to our regular book club and everything in between, we bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye. We are talking Star Wars, Star Trek, DC Marvel, comic books, and anime. 
And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, D&D, board games, and so much more. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you find awesome podcasts. You can also find us hanging out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and at nerdybitches.com. See you soon. All right, and we are back with the podcast. And since last section went long, we're going to do this now. So what, what, are you, what are you looking forward to, Marcus? What games are you looking forward to or whatever movies? Whatever. No. Uh, the, the whatever off-top, section. The off-topic section of the podcast. Um, well, I mean, keeping on topic. <laughs> um, <laughs> Zelda comes out tomorrow, uh, Link's Awakening. So mostly looking forward to that. That comes out on Friday. Uh, th- but there's a couple other games that came out this week that are smaller games that I'm interested in. One of them I'm going to purchase. it. I wanted to play it before I came on the cast, but didn't have time to. Uh, called uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts. Looks really good. Like a weird. It, it looks like a weird cinematic pop video is, I think, what it's been marketed as. Yeah. Um, but that game looks pretty good in a weird way. I think it's like 15. It's either 15 or 20 bucks. It's pretty cheap. Um, but th- yeah, there's, uh, at least that's in the near future. There's also Nino Kuni, uh, Wrath of the White Witch coming, uh, the remaster coming out on the 20th as well. I'm probably going to wait on that one, but I do look forward to that. I am going to purchase an indie game called, uh, Untitled Goose Game. It's like a stealth game where you play as a goose and you have to like mug people. I don't know if you, have you seen this at all? No, I haven't. Oh, it, it kind of got some buzz around it. Cause yeah, you just play as kind of an ornery goose that causes... <laughs> trouble and distracts yeah you have to like like i said it's kind of a stealth game you have oh, to yeah, like mug people that. and sneak around and just be a shitty goose it's funny because it <laughs> it was always labeled as untitled goose game and i thought it would eventually get a title but it's, it's title is just untitled, <laughs> goose untitled. Game. who made this is it um, it's not is it bossa i don't think so it seems like i mean i guess bossa they're making the pigeon simulator I can't remember who's making this, but I'll know when I buy it and play it. That's out on the 20th, so a lot of games coming on the 20th. Uh, but, yeah, there's and then in the coming weeks, there's some other good stuff like Code Vein. I want to maybe check out, it's like Animate Dark Souls is kind of what it's been marketed as. <laughs> and uh, that same the same day as Code Vein on the 27th is their surprise releasing Dragon Quest 1, 2, and 3 on Switch. Which I've heard, I'm, I'm probably still gonna buy these and check them out because they're really cheap. Like I think one is five dollars, two is seven, and like three is like twelve, or something. It's pretty Th- cheap. They're pretty cheap, but the uh, I saw a lot of people complaining about the sprite work because they redid the sprite work for these. I can't remember where they pulled the sprite work from. I don't remember if it was from a phone port or where, but people were saying the sprite work looks like MS Paint sprite work. <laughs> I, I don't quite agree with that. I think it looks fine. I, I don't... It, like, yes, the I would prefer to have the originals. I don't know why they didn't just give us the originals or the ones on the Game Boy Advanced or on the Game Boy. That, but in, in my opinion, I'm like, well, it's a way to play those games. Yeah. It, I, I know people are going to get into the minutia. Like, always with any re-release or something, people are going to get into the minutia of, like, they changed this one small thing and it made me mad. But They changed the amount of ammo in the game. But currently, there's no real way to play uh, 1, 2, and 3, like, stateside. Oh, really? Oh, wow. They're, like, unless you buy a, the 
Game Boy with the one and two, and then I think I think maybe on iOS or Android there's a three port that I heard is not so good. <laughs> so I'm like, there is no real good way to play these in on in the states, but. It's a way to play them on Switch if you're into Dragon Quests and JRPGs. I think this is good. You can check those out if you've never checked out a Dragon Quest game. It's one of the biggest franchise, like, b- bigger than Final Fantasy. Uh, most Dragon Quest releases in Japan are like a national holiday. <coughs> they're they're big news. Um, wow, I didn't even know that. Yeah, they're... the The, like... The best-selling Mario game doesn't even scratch the surface of how well Dragon Quest sells. That's nuts. <laughs> we we only have Pokemon because of Dragon Quest. Wow. Yeah, because uh, Dragon Quest had a mechanic where you could... It had, like, a monster arena, so you could catch, capture monsters and fight with them. And obviously that got extrapolated upon for Pokemon, so... Pocket monsters. Yeah, it's like we literally... The inspiration for Pokemon came from from this from dragon quest so i'm just mentioning for people who didn't know that dragon quest is it's big it's just it it never really found uh success outside of japan the way it has in japan and the music is really good for a lot of dragon quest games but that the composer is kind of a dickhead um to say the least yeah hearing those issues where he's he's a miser with the music uh the U.S. version of Eleven has the like uh, the MIDI sound files instead of the orchest- the orchestral ones. Yeah, and he's kind of he's made statements about Nanking that are like basically denying that Nanking ever happened, like that he took out a newspaper ad for it. He's just a shitty person, and he's yeah. like he's like ninety years old. He's literally the like oldest composer. <laughs> In Japan, he's like, he's 90, like, I think he's 98. He's super old, but he's old and he, like, runs this society that, and he owns, like, all his music and he's credited separately from everybody else. And Square Enix has to license his music from him, which is weird. Like, that, that's how much of a stranglehold he has on the music. But also, like, that's, like, at the same time, like, fuck yeah from an artist's perspective like yeah way to re- just, way to way to own your content <laughs> yeah but it just it's shitty that like they in japan get the better yeah. versions but i know he has weird opinions about midi music like he, he thinks the midi music is fine he in <laughs> some cases he prefers the midi music versus the orchestral versions and he thinks somehow this makes no fucking sense he thinks somehow putting putting the orchestral music in the games will make it so people won't see the concerts he does. Like it somehow devalues the concerts he does. Well, I which mean, is like no, never... it, would, it would encourage people to go yeah. because they could hear it elsewhere. If they didn't, because they're like not going to know the music exists for the most, like unless people like dig. For well, because he he is, he also thinks it'll ruin the CD sales. Oh my god! Of the like the orchestra versions of the CDs. Yeah, because if I want to listen to the music, I'm just gonna pop in the game and get to a, where the song plays in the it game. It makes it no just, fucking <laughs> sense. So yeah, I do think Dragon Quest Eleven has somewhat repetitive sounds because of it. The music's not so it's not super hot. In, but I wasn't playing. I think Dragon Quest Eight has the best soundtrack for Dragon Quest, which you can play on the 3DS. So, <laughs> but in any case. 
Dragon Quest is big. If yeah. if you haven't checked it out, maybe look into these. But they are JRPGs. Like they invented JRPGs. This well, is this the entire JRPG formula comes from Dragon Quest. They invented it. Well, that so that reminds me actually of uh, something I found out somewhat recently. Like the the original like Monkey Island game. Yeah. Um the the music in that like was made in such a way that like because it was MIDI, but it would use whatever system you plugged it into the sounds of that. So like if you plugged it into like a computer, like computer, regular computer speakers or whatever, it would just sound like a regular, just like generic MIDI file, but you could plug it into a Roland synthesizer and, (laughs) and it would play like the most amazing. That's weird. Uh, That's super weird. uh, I I think I can probably find a snippet of it here. Um, And it would sound freaking cool like i was like let's see anyway i just want to hit on the last couple things uh so dragon quest 11 s echoes of an elusive age definitive edition comes out on switch on the 27th so that's finally dragon quest 11 on switch which you can bounce between the like the sprite version of the game that was launched on the 3ds that never came to the u.s and the 3d renders and it has a couple extra things That, that game's pretty good it's it not my favorite Dragon Quest by any means. Once again, that 8 is kind of my favorite Dragon Quest. Which, yes, this uh, franchise was actually formerly branded Dragon Warrior in the U.S. And then later switched to Dragon Quest. Don't really know why that happened. And then uh, Tropico 6 finally comes out on at least PS4 and Xbox on the 27th. So, Tropico, yay. <laughs> but... Anyway, that's some stuff I'm looking forward to. Like I said, I'll probably pick up those Dragon Quest games. I know it's not the... The optimal way to play those, but it's a way to play those. I'm not, and I'm not gonna. I know some people would probably be like, "No, nah, download like this ROM or something." It, that's too much work. I'd rather just pay my five dollars and play it on my Switch and handheld. Okay, I found the two different clips here. So this is the secret of Monkey Island on a PC speaker. So that was Secret of Monkey Island on a PC speaker with the MIDI file. And this is The Secret of Monkey Island on a Roland MT-32. Whoa. totally different same exact game nothing changed just that's amazing why are there so many extra notes and like undertones it's a different the synthesizer could play different processing yeah better process sound processor wow yeah (laughs) it's it's such a huge difference yeah, I don't know. You, you, that just re- what you said reminded me of that because as I mean, you don't. That's not something you ever have to worry about anymore because audio hardware is so well. They can put yeah. whole symphonics into games since like the PlayStation era. Yeah, um, which is MIDI once again was a different time. Well, it's weird that once again that this composer still puts MIDI like 
Yeah. Still does MIDI tracks. That's that's probably why, because he's like, I have this badass synthesizer, so when I listen to MIDI, it sounds badass. I don't know what you guys are listening to. <laughs> I, I mean, it sounds fine in the game, but mostly people complain about how the horns sound, because horns don't horns. sound good in MIDI. They yeah, don't really horns. work. It always sounds like RuneScape, no matter what you do. <laughs> oh, also, just real quick, like Ice, the Icewind Dale Enhanced Edition, Planescape Torment, and like Baldur's Gate oh, 1 nice. and 2 all coming to Switch and Switch, P- PS4, Xbox on the 24th, like all that stuff. Which is cool on Switch because I've heard the, uh, um, I've heard uh, Divinity Original Sin uh, 2 as well as 1 since those are both on Switch that I've, I heard they run pretty good. So if you're into those type of, ga- type of games like isometric, heavy, heavy story based like D&D type yeah. games, um, they're there for you. Anyway, that about covers it. I, I don't really have much else outside yeah. of games. The only thing mostly, I'm looking forward to is playing more Gears. I mostly got that Zelda, and there's you know a few indie games here and there. Um, you know, I have a whole game I forgot to talk about, but you know I'll talk about it next time. I'm just <laughs> going to mention it here. I did play uh, Man of Medan, oh, okay. Dark Pictures Man of Medan. All right, well, let's move on to... I don't have a theme for the segment, Community Engagement. <laughs> Uh, so this week it was uh, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday was National Beat 'em Up Day, which was a completely made up holiday by the ghost of Gamer Past. <laughs> really? Yeah, he's... I saw like quite a bit of people posting about it. Cause I was, I was, I was pushing it really hard. I was, I was getting other people to post about it. Um. So yeah, we got a few people to post about it, and so what I did is I said since. Uh, since we record tomorrow, today's National Beat 'em Up Day. Our question of the week is all about that. Post about your favorite beat 'em up game, and we'll give you a shout out in our community engagement segment. So we'll kind of go through here, and uh, let's see. I was very disappointed by people. <coughs> Not a single Battle Toads. There was one. I didn't. It was there. Must have missed it. Uh, so why I'm single? The podcast at Single Podcast says Road Rash. Road Rash is good. Um, See, I was more disappointed by you. By me. By you, Justin. Yeah, my Batman mine, is not a beat 'em up. Yeah, shut up. It is in my world. That's an action adventure game. Yeah, whatever. That's the, more in the vein of Assassin's Creed. I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat, beat Batman. You beat you up with Batman. Talking real beat 'em ups. Batman is beating the shit out of everybody. I don't care what you say. See, Jamie knows a beat 'em up. He said Double Dragon Two, Turtles in Time. And he says River City Girls looks set to dethrone them. Yeah, I, I've, I've yeah, heard I nothing his. but good things about River City Girls. So you check that out. I want to hear about it. <laughs> I, it. I like the it's turning everything on its head in River City Girls of your your boyfriends got kidnapped and you have to rescue them. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. good, because the plot in all the old games was like our girlfriends got kidnapped, like in the Double Dragon games and whatnot. Yeah, yeah my, mine was... Uh... I, I was basically just like, I'm going against the grain here. I'm going to talk about, I'm going to mention a game that totally isn't a beat em up, but you beat the shit out of people, so therefore it is. <laughs> it's not not a beat em up. I don't care what you say. Um, Shart Select, at Shart Select Pod. Close call between Fight Night Round 1 and Def Jam Fight for New York. Those aren't beat em ups. <laughs> those are fighting games. Those are just fighting games. <laughs> Um, Ocho Duro Parlay Hour. Like I saw somebody post 
something from Mortal Kombat, and Mortal Kombat is not a beat em up. <laughs> it's a o- fighting game. <laughs> at OD par- Parlay Hour says Double Dragon. Like, yeah, uh, Nerdy Bitches at Nerdy Bitches Pod says that showed Mortal Kombat, which is a fighting That's game. That's a fighting game. Okay, uh, go look at like Golden Axe and like like Double Dragon, Golden Axe, Battle Toads, Battle Toads and Double Dragon. Um, <laughs> what like X Men? See, even like we got uh, so many fighting games in this list. Even uh, what would you call it? Um, Gauntlet's kind of a beat 'em up, but that's like I don't know. But Gauntlet was almost paving the way to hack and slash games. Um, but yeah, just like beat 'em ups. There, there's tons of them. Um, Monarchs and Malarkey at Monarch Malarkey says Tekken Tag. No, that's <laughs> I, a fighting game. I, Danielle, I love, love Tekken Tag, but love, that's a fighting game. Love button mashing with it because it pisses off my brother that I don't play wisely and still win. That's a fighting game. Okay, here we go. Tsunami Hub at Anime with RJ says Battletoads. Or Duke Nukem. See, he said Battletoads, but I don't understand I, I don't, Duke Nukem. Yeah, I've, I've never played Duke Nukem. It is a first-person game, so I don't... I was like, Duke Nukem was kind of in the vein of Doom. Yeah. But Battletoads, thank you. Yeah. Thanks battle, for the Battletoads. Yes, yeah, I, I must have missed that one. Um, Online Warriors podcast at Online Warriors number one. Or it's, it's Online Warriors one, and one is the number one, not spelled out. The Simpsons arcade game was really dope. Some retro arcades still have it, and it's a blast to play with friends. It's fun, but boy, I, I never got far in that game. That game, like, murdered me. <laughs> it was a hard game. I, I've, which, I mean, arcade games and the nature of I feel beat-em-ups was like, especially even something like Battletoads. They Toads, just chewed like, up quarters. Yeah, just being like, make them die a lot so they pay more money for continues and stuff. Uh, let's see. Gaming Casual Podcast at Gaming Casual Pod. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is probably mine, but there's a special in my heart for the Scott Pilgrim game. I've heard a lot of good about Scott Pilgrim game, even though it is like never played it. A River City game. It's like an unofficial River City game. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you mentioned uh, Jamie at just Jamie Dean, Double Dragon Two, and Turtles in Time. I mean, River City Girls. Uh, Chicken Perm at Chicken underscore Perm thirty one. Number one, Streets of Rage 2. And number two, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time. No other, no others come close to those two for me. I mean, those uh, the old ones are really tops. I'm surprised nobody's mentioned Dragon Crown, Dragon's Crown. I don't think uh, that one got mentioned at all. It's a newer game. Um, it's, it is a side-scrolling beat-em-up uh, with the weird, like, tilt-shift thing of, like, the plane. It made... Yeah amazing art uh a lot of cool classes you level up and stuff and you get gear uh cool game really cool game that, i wouldn't say it's my favorite beat up <laughs> of all time but i really enjoyed it so uh home video hustle at hvh podcast says yakuza all day that's not really a beat em up <laughs> it's close it's it does look close i, I think you Yaku- posted a gif too and uh, those yakuza look like powerful is- punches it is kind of a bit... Now that I think about it, Yakuza is like a 3D rendition of what a Double Dragon game yeah. was a bit. So, you know, I'll give it to you, even though I consider those more action-adventure games. Because you're, I mean, running around and, like, you're doing a lot of other stuff outside of beating them up. Um, Discount Podcast at Discount Podcast 
says Turtles in Time, baby. A lot of Turtles in Time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's Turtles in Time has kind of been championed as like best of beat em up. Yeah. I like, always feel. there's so many people that said it. Um, uh, so Wizard Podcast at So Wizard Pod. Yeah, at So no. Wizard Podcast says River City Ransom. Now, I've never been aboard the uh, t- Turtles train. I mean, this is, I, I have a weird history with Ninja Turtles, but. Because I have to back up my boys, the the losers, the toads, I, I got battle toads all the way, always a battle toad. Uh, Willow underscore T M H one o one says Tekken. You're hurting me. <laughs> I'm just doing this to torture you now. Uh, serious series at S S O U I T S podcast. Gotta say, O G X Men arcade game. That's a good one. Uh, Bar Bryfy the comics guy at Bryfy podcast. I feel like Super Smash Bros belong here, and I say, is a brawler the same thing as a beat 'em up? Hmm. No. See, see, it's interesting that he said brawler because that's what I consider those games, um, which isn't a like widespread term, and nobody has a term for it specifically what. I think brawler is the most I've, accurate thing I've, to call it. See, I've I've been calling these brawlers, uh, but I've also heard platform fighter, and also just people being like, "It's a fighting game," and I'm like, it, "It's different from well, a regular." A, fighting it's game. not a fighting game. <laughs> like B, it's not a fighting. It game. It is a fighting game. It's just it's different. It's a flavor of fighting game, but it's not like <laughs> what we you. It's not a mainline fighter. <laughs> see, and I'm gonna add a weird, weird game into this mix that may. Which is a question, beat em up question mark or platform fighter? Power Stone. Because mm. I was like, Power Stone is kind of like Smash Brothers, but it does have the sections of like, yeah, you're like walking around and beating up guys along the way. It was it was kind of the evolution of what beat em ups became was Power Stone. And I would kill for a new one. I, I think a, a new Power Stone would do great in today's, what today's games are. Yeah. Not a lot of people played Power Stone. You could shoot giant laser beams. It was great. <laughs> they they post they replied to me and said, let the fans decide. So I might have to make a poll in the future asking if a brawler is the same thing as a beat em up. Or is one a subset of another? No. <laughs> I was like, beat em ups are I I think of shmups, like shoot 'em ups, yeah. which are those side scrolling shooters. Yeah. Or even you're, like you're top down bullet hell dodging a million things. Yeah. So think of that, but then tilt shifted is a beat 'em up, like where you're on a you're still on almost a two dimensional plane. Yeah. But you feel like you're moving side to side and back and forth. Yeah. You feel like there's depth where there really isn't. Even something like Robocop is almost like those old Robocop games is almost a beat 'em up just yeah. with a gun. <laughs> Let's see. Catching up on cinema at Catching Cinema. Favorite beat em up is Alien vs. Predator, though Knights of the Round and Super Nintendo, the Turtles in Time are a close second. Uh, and then Retrostalgia at Resto Retrostalgia Pod. Gotta put my vote in for the Sailor Moon arcade game. Fight Evil by Moonlight. <laughs> I've never even seen this. Yeah, I haven't seen that one either, but take your word for that one. <laughs> Um, yeah, I... It's not secretly a fighting game? It's... It could be. No. <laughs> I, but, uh, I don't know, I, I didn't think I was gonna have to crown some, something the winner, but definitely, like, TMNT. Teenage... Yeah, that one blew everything out of the water, like, 
half the people picked that one out of all the it, others. It's the one I hear the most about. I, I mean, I, think I can fine. still hear the theme song in my head because that's one I did play back in the day. It was good. I, I just think Battletoads was better. Battletoads was for the hardcores. Battletoads was for the people <laughs> that really, the real gamers. <laughs> <laughs> Real gamers played Battletoads. All you plebes played Teenage Mutant no, Ninja Turtles. The, the reason I got into Battletoads was actually because of Double Dragon. Because then Battletoads yeah. and Double Dragon, I got, I got super into the Toads and the. Just for comparison's sake, uh, look up Tur- Turtles in Time, and then the Battletoads arcade. I think yeah. the Battletoads arcade came out a year after Turtles in Time. And it looks light years better. Yeah. Like, no joke, the, the visuals in, like, the Battletoads arcade is amazing. <laughs> you had some time to work on it. Yeah. Um, and, and I can hear the music in my head for that game. <laughs> but, yeah, thanks to everyone who participated in our community engagement segment. We'll give you, give you a shout-out when you interact with us. Thanks, all of you, even though a lot of you mentioned fighting games. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We'll, we'll do a fighting games day, and then you can rename those ones. Yeah, <laughs> well, or you can go against the grand invention beat them up. That golden axe, <laughs> comic zone. <laughs> yeah, or or mention shoot them up. Let's just make Marcus's head really explode. Oh god. Um, so we should probably move on to the news. We got some news, and we also had some missed news from the other week because the last time we actually recorded a podcast we didn't even get to all the news. Yeah, we didn't even get to talk about TGS. No, we didn't. Since we didn't have a cast that week. Yeah. Well, I mean, that we we didn't get to talk about that and we didn't get to... Because the week before when we did the news, we only did the main headlines because we talked like forever about the games we played. Which we kind of did again tonight. (laughs) Um, So, let's see. Get to my handy news app here. So, like, the very top things we have here that I I think is kind of the most, I don't know, it seems like the most breaking this week. Uh, Bioware's Anthem was added to EA's subscription services. The cheap subscription services. Yeah, the cheap subscription services. So, who didn't see this coming? Not surprised at all by this. Do you want to just segue the other news about that in there? Yeah, just go go right that on they, here. D- they like axe their. They had a big roadmap for a yeah. plan and for now DLC, like, and nope. now they just kind of axe that and are like, they say there's more content coming, but they haven't said what or anything. Which is like the same exact thing that happened to Mass Effect Andromeda. I know where they just kind of they're like, we're like this, more stuff's coming, and, and then, then eventually they, like no nothing like we're yeah. killing the expansion. Like I poor Bioware. I mean, I I think they're stuck in a midpoint of they don't know what to do, whether yeah. to axe the game entirely or dump more money in to try and fix it. At this point, I think EA is just like, I'm, we're not dumping any more money into it. It's kind of an impossible choice, really. Yeah, they're going to go, they'll, they'll, they'll come back to Mass Effect. I mean, I honestly think there's a good game in there. Yeah. It just needs to be, the amount of work and money you'd have to do to get anyone interested at this point, and the fact that you're selling, like, there's no way to monetize at this point. Yeah. Um, so I think they will take the axe to it because what, what do you do by the time you polish that game to anything 
worthwhile. The yeah, game's you, the game's already ten bucks basically. Yeah, it's gonna be old. No one's gonna be wanting to. They're gonna be wanting to play the newer games that are out. Well, I mean, and the fact that just the game itself is like selling for ten ish dollars. That yeah. it's like they're not gonna monetize off selling a game for ten bucks. Uh, another article I had here: Twitch suspends streamer after she wears the Chun Li cosplay. Yeah, sounds was, like they're cracking down yeah. for no real reason, being shitheads. Yeah, t- Twitch is getting kind of crazy lately. I don't know what's going on over there, but uh, maybe it's time to switch to Mixer. I don't know. <laughs> How join the ninja train? Here's another funny thing. Every time I listen to Rated G. It, they're they're kind of over there. They like ninja. They're, they're proud of ninja over there. Well, I just don't. and we like and over here we're like I I'm tired of ninja. Go away. <laughs> well, I just don't do any of that stuff. Any just, of the big name streamers and YouTubers and any of that stuff. Like I don't. I just I've never seen a PewDiePie video <laughs> ever. Wow, that's I I can see it. I've seen right. a Mark Ippler video. A Mark Ippler. Um, but I was only because I was forced to. Yeah, I like I like them. There's there. I think there's a place for them. Um, even though but, PewDiePie doesn't really play games anymore, but like, there there's a lot of times where I, I just watch Markiplier play through a game because I'm like, I'm not gonna play the game. I'll just watch I mean, this I other just, guy play it. I think that's fine and has its place. I just like, and it's in in certain certain games that works too because Markiplier has a really good voice. So, like, it's, like, when you listen to his voice, it, he actually did a game, like, when he was coming off of being sick. So, he was just talking really, really low, and really quiet, really close to the microphone like this. So, it was, like, borderline ASMR. But just, I just, feel, just playing the game. I feel so many people, they'll watch these people, YouTubers or streamers, play a game. And then they'll try to replicate or copy the jokes that they make or oh, everything. Yeah. And it just seems cheap. It just cheapens the whole thing. Like, in my my opinion, it's like, you take a thing, you have your own weird jokes, you have your own weird things, and that's just for you. You don't have to emulate or copy anybody yeah. else. Do you know who I've been, I've been, this, I've been watching a, a guy named Davey504 a lot lately. You, you ever seen? No. I, actually, I think, I might have actually You, you don't even up. have to ask me, I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I talked about this la- the other you week. You did, and I made the, uh the the daddy 05 joke oh yeah that's right yeah yeah i don't so i ever mentioned that but um what else we got here uh oh this this one happened today french court says valve must allow steam to resell games huh that's big that's that's gonna that's an interesting thing and i wonder if if they're gonna force people to do that over there are they just going to end up rolling out that whole that system worldwide? It would have to roll out worldwide because that be I like, don't think they would make like that'd be only so hard. Here. to Yeah, like oh, we only allow this future here, and like I think that would be like a big backlash. Like, yeah, we know it's a law over there, but why can't we get that future now that you have it? <laughs> it's going to be rough. Are they going to crack yeah. down on all the other platforms? Probably not. <laughs> Speaking of platforms, though, pick and uh, choosing Rockstar. <coughs> making its own launcher. God damn it. You always hate launchers. There's more launchers. Yeah, we got another one for you, Rockstar. Congratulations, Rockstar. You have a launcher. Which it'll probably be like, I, our games are exclusive to our launcher. Oh my God. Can we launch Rockstar into the sun? 
<laughs> no. <laughs> I just, this is just more in a long line of like, not every game company needs a fucking launcher. Oh my God. And we... I'll, I'll, Just like I will say in the case with Rockstar, you think you can do it because you're like, our games sell, our games sell the most is basically what they see it as. Like, yeah. they have some of the hottest selling IPs of all time, easily. Grand yeah. Theft Auto and Red Dead. They don't have enough fucking games to exactly. do a launcher. Exactly. Like, what is the point? Like, I'm not I'm not going to have your launcher to play your, like, five freaking games. It's just going to be an advertising And they're, they're giving just... away uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas for free. Like all they're all they're gonna do is be like, if you like launch the game from Steam and then it opens up the the freaking Rockstar launcher and it's just gonna be like, look, you can buy some gold and some money for Grand Theft Auto with this special deal and right here on the front page. That's all it's gonna be. It's just gonna be another way for them to tell you to give them more money. And uh, Discord is discontinuing its Nitro games. Nitro games. They're getting rid of all the Nitro games because nobody played them. Well, it, it, this just goes to show, like, having more launchers doesn't fucking work. Yeah. And if like, not Discord, everything can be a launcher. And if Discord couldn't make it work, then I think a lot of these other ones should probably take the hint because Discord is pretty big. I mean, I'm even surprised that, like, like Battle.net still exists. Battle.net has just always existed. But even that's yeah. kind of become its weird thing where it's like it's weird fucking like 10 games. Yeah. Um, I know some people like it, but it's just like, okay, why, why are their games kind of like out, exist outside of everything else? Yeah. Oh, uh, it's, and we had the, it's, it's similar. Well, and then I didn't get to talk necessarily about the Borderlands stuff where Borderlands 3 has apparently selling just fine has more concurrent users than Borderlands 2 ever had. So all that huffing and puffing all over that. the fucking Epic Game Store didn't matter because yeah. it was all just talk. You and know what? All my huffing and puffing is about Randy Pitchford. And everybody and certainly boycotted the game like they said they were going to. I did. I did. <laughs> you were never going to buy it in the first place. I held true to my convictions. Hold, Randy is not Borderlands. I know, but I I just I don't want to buy a game if like he's like if he's profiting from it. I get it. It's like I he but a lot of yeah. other people. There was a lot of other hard work that went I know, into Borderlands. I know it's 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 a hard decision. Like so I this feel, is kind of separating art from artist, even though he does, like Randy Pitchford has basically nothing to do with Borderlands. He's just the billionaire behind it. I just they, they need to fucking get rid of Randy Pitchford. Just they should magician his ass into the sun. <laughs> Into wherever the poo goes. Yeah. Just like in the Harry Potter verse where they yeah. magic the poo away. Yeah, exactly that. Just magic the shit away. I um, wish they could. I would like, I honestly don't even think they like having him. Yeah, they're it, probably he, like, you can't separate we, from we him because he's like a wallet. We, yeah, we don't, we don't have money without Randy Pitchford. They're all, it's a Stockholm syndrome. It is. <laughs> they can't run the studio without this piece of shit at the top. Well, now I'm like, now that Borderlands is out and it's doing well, it did what it needed to do. It's clearly making money like it was going to. Now they're going to have to take are old they, Randy out back and have a well, nice little <laughs> chat. Well, are they, what's next for Gearbox? Like Another what Aliens now? game, maybe? I don't think so. <laughs> like, I, I, on, I, what I want, because I know they did dip into publishing 
and then they did publish a how well, about a republish, Halo PC game? <laughs> well, they republished uh, Bulletstorm. I would oh, like yeah. a new Bulletstorm. I really yeah. would. Uh, unfortunately, I know Bulletstorm didn't like. Bulletstorm is a really great game. It had no reason to not do well. It just yeah. didn't because it was made by uh, people can fly. The same people who worked on uh, Gears. Gears Judgment, yeah. which was made of like people who worked on Gears. Yeah, like, not well. Gears. Ge- people can fly. Also worked on like Gears two and three. Yeah, it's just like yeah, like they're they're they are also gears. They're just kind of and, overshadowed by Epic. Well, and then uh, like like I said, uh, Bulletstorm basically, it's like gears. Like yeah, you're playing this big meaty. It's it's once again a power fantasy. You're playing this big meaty guy who just yeah. like kicks things to shit. It's Marcus Phoenix. <laughs> I you know what's weird thinking about like how Halo PC was ported by Gear, Gearbox. That's weird. It is That's weird. really weird. Yeah. But I, I mean like I like Gearbox but they can't the, the, I mean there's the Duke Nukem Forever thing. The, there's the aliens. Aliens Colonial Space Marines Oof. and uh I was so excited for that game too because when they were first teasing that and they they showed the gun with like the radar thing and like the little. Well, they blips did a magic and, trick, yeah, and made it bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's fucking um, Randy Richard. It was Randy. You magic the the fun out of the game. <laughs> magic. <laughs> um, yeah, I just don't. What else? They've had just a string of like, oh, battle, battle born, battle right. What what is it? Oh, it was battle born. That might be it. I can't remember. Battle right's a different game. Uh, but yeah, they that game didn't catch fire, which I I never checked it out myself. But I've heard it's a fine game. It just didn't have an audience, which it Infinity Crisis of online games and MOBA games. It just there was no yeah no one out there to play these types of games. Ugh. But yeah, it's just endless with that stuff. I think it's time to talk about E three. Do you hear the? Do you hear about some changes? Influencer three. They. They're going to rename it to I3. Uh, gross. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, See, so they, they took wanted... a page out of Randy's book. Uh, they like influencers, so yep. they made uh, E3 like Borderlands They 3 did a magic trick. The they influencers they, in it. They brought Randy Pitchford into the boardroom, and he pitched them a magic trick, and he took the fun out of E3. <laughs> yes. E3 is converting to uh, like an influencer showcase uh trying to be more consumer based yeah but uh, like also specifically target influencers to create fomo, FOMO. i uh, they want this is awful. they want us gamers to miss to f- have the fear of missing out of not going to e3 because these influencers will get curated experiences you know what and it's funny because this has always been like the joke about e3 is where they had select because they always did this where it was like Watch Snoop Dogg play games or watch yeah. like Zach Efron play video games. Yeah. Like All of this really happened. EA oh EA was kinda always And it was doing the cringiest that. things. Yeah. It was always like, okay, watch these weird celebrities play games shittily. Are you ready for never... Ninja to dominate E3 2020? You just shot me with a bullet. <laughs> rated G will probably be happy about it. <laughs> I'm flossing, guys. Yeah. Everybody hey, floss everybody with me. Everybody floss with me. Oh god, yeah. So like they have like a floor plan. They showed like, in, in this in these this pitch this pitch book or whatever, um, created by Randy Pitchford. <laughs> <the fuck> up? <laughs> um, so they want to intermingle 
the regular booths in the West Hall of the LA Convention Center with these experience um, um, spheres, which are like round in, the, on the, the floor name plan. is the, is cringy too. Yeah. Experience spheres. Yeah, great. Uh, yeah. So the, and it's gonna be like, oh fuck, the it, Zoomer generation. They like spheres. I love. It's a safe hearing, shape. I love them. <laughs> I loved hearing giant bombs shit all over this stuff too. Like. Just because obviously they're they're big video game journalists, they go to E3 and they're like, yeah, the experience like won't really change for us as long as they like don't change the whole meeting part of it because like we just kind of sit here and talk to people. But like the whole idea of going to like an ex- in this experience uh, sphere and going in and it's like, oh, it's it's rainy, we're getting wet because this game has water in it. Like <laughs> they're like they're like all that stuff sounds really stupid and i hate that part of e3 anyway but you know who's all about that type of stuff influencers they love experiences like that because then just yeah, but who, film who it cares and, though yeah. that's the thing the people that do the, they the influence that they influence do they really people. care though do they, people who watch influencers really care about them the influencer going off site to have a good time. Do people care? I think they do. Like, I, I I'm I'm like I'm legit asking because I don't like I, think, I don't I do serious, the influencer thing. I seriously all. think they do because I've I've started like I've been I've been following I've been following people and it's just like this whole influencer do you, thing. Do you is, care about how good of a time, uh, uh, uh Mr. McPoop in the bathrooms has at E three? <laughs> I mean, I personally don't, but like, is um, he invited? He's an influencer. Oh, oh gonna, you're ta- you're talking you're talking about um um sh- I can't remember shitty McBathroom bath doctor uh, disrespect doctor disrespect Dr. your E three bathrooms. I guarantee you he's going to be invited and he's going to be in the bathrooms. He's, he's going to come with his bathrooms. own bathroom he's, influence he's, sphere. Yeah, he's going <laughs> to sphere of influence. He's going to um yeah they're gonna, he's going to be invited to an influence sphere. Yeah, I think this is I it's it's all crazy Do I don't people give I don't know I, I just don't I personally don't give two flying fucks about how good of a time somebody else who I I've never met before is having I don't care yeah I mean it's like that too it's like, like even watching like, MTV cribs like but shitty positivity <laughs> positivity blogs and stuff like that like they're always they always they always talk about like Oh, you could do this too, and blah blah blah, and and it's all just an excuse to look, say, look how amazing my life is. And do I care like, that the grass is greener? No. I mean, I think I like E three because I like. Yeah. I know it's a big. It's it's just advertising. It's just a yeah. big place to dump a bunch of trailers. That's yeah. all it is. But well, I, I like that. I like getting we're in normal, the news. We're normal people. We're not. There's the new the zoo these new the zoomers the zoomers boomers. the zoom they're all boomers, boomers. <laughs> they're all everybody's a boomer. They, I've heard if you're over eighteen, you're a boomer. Ah, <laughs> uh, they they really like they they eat that shit up. I don't like like live streams. I like I've said before. I've like watched. I've sat down and like looked at a live stream and watched someone just sit there talking, not doing really anything. But people are throwing money at them. They're just like. just throwing money at them just for this person to sit in front of a camera and just like pretend to interact with people. I just, and then there's so much phoniness with it. 
And so, like, now we're going to have, like, influencers like Ninja going to E3 and having an experience. And people are going to just be like, oh, I love Ninja. I want to see him do this experience thing. Well, what are these called? The experience spheres? Yeah. See, it should like be a it. sphere of influence. It's, it's a better a name. One. That's a good one. Uh, but I like that. in your uh, sphere of influence, it should be the flossing sphere of influence And then Ninja. No, and nobody uh, does the floss because he's inside the sphere of influence and everybody else is outside. Um, I just yeah they, I, I they don't they, get it. So they're wanting and this to like sounds shitty. This is not yeah. a way to because they need they want to increase the amount of gamer badges from ten thousand to twenty thousand. Oh my god! See, E 3s primary thing is making money because obviously all the like Sony, Microsoft, yeah. all those they have to pay money to have booths and yeah. have big show floors. And, and have Sony these. pulled out, that's a big pit that they're not getting anymore. So, so they need money. This this is not the way to make money. I guess we'll find out. I don't know. I guess we'll see. This sounds shitty to me. This sounds it's, like... It's definitely going to be shitty. I don't like it. Um, this sounds not fun I, and not cool. I think it, in a terrible way, is going to be successful for them. And it's not going to... I don't gonna, know. I want to see this crash and burn. Because, like I said, the worst part of E3 was always weird celebrity showcases. Yeah. It was always, like, huge cringe, fa- cringe factories. Yeah. Like, and I think, all I care about is, like, I just want to see the trailers. I want to see the new games. And I hate to do this. Uh, I blame Keanu Reeves. <laughs> it, 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 I I think if if the conversation around E3 wasn't surrounding the fact that Keanu Reeves was there, that was the entire conversation around yeah, E3. That, it dominated E3. That blew my mind. I think that's what they're trying to create. Like, is be like, just create a big conversation they're trying around to like, force, oh wow, so and so was there. They're trying to force viral vi- virility. It, I don't think it will work because. The, They're trying to manufacture viral status. The reason status. something like Keanu Reeves was such FOMO. a big deal is because we didn't have, like, prior to that, like, Keanu Reeves was the biggest celebrity we've ever seen at E3. Yeah. And on top of that, he was just in right now. Like, John Wick was so in. Yeah. And everybody just, like, granted, I think some of it's that meme space. I think some yeah. of it is, like, I think the only Sans way you, and Smash. It's, the, like, The only way you get bigger. Meme. The only way you get bigger is you get Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. In, in an Iron Man suit. And he's just like, hey, kids, he has no idea. Like, he's all geriatric. He doesn't know how he got there. (laughs) He's just waving. (laughs) Hey, guys. (laughs) He's scared of all these, like, mouth-breathing people just staring at him. It's it's just all, it's all just, like like I said, they want to create FOMO. They want people to feel. They're turning, they're turning this E3 into an influencer zoo. But you know, you walk E3, by the these people like Ninja trapped in his sphere of influence, <laughs> and you wave at him. You press your face against the sphere, and you breathe on it. And he like tries to attack you, but he's trapped safely inside the sphere. <laughs> he's inside this bubble, and he can't get you. He's trying to attack you. Was he a fucking lion? Yes, he's a. It's like going in you. You know all the like cu- customers who paid money to be there. They're like, oh look, there's uh, the pudes, and the, and he's like, you're like describing like a, you're, and, you're like describing like an Invader Zim episode. And then you just like you you press your big ugly face against his sphere, and you just go. You're just drooling. You're covered in in cheesy pizza. The pudes. <laughs> My bro. (laughs) (laughs) 
and then and he, he puts, just like waves at you with his giant ass dumb headphones, and then and he, <laughs> and he puts on a KKK outfit, <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh shit, <laughs> <laughs> let's get out of here, because you're a, a family of color, <laughs> family of color. <laughs> Oh my God! You're some. <laughs> you're anything labeled as other. Walking by PewDiePie and his racism is leaking out of his sphere of influence. Did you hear about his whole donation scandal? Yes, that he donated. He pledged to donate 50k to some. It was like charity that ended up being like an alt right. <laughs> well, it was. It was. I don't think they actually were an alt right thing, but it was just like. People and started the, like it was like conspiracy theories, and people like had a big backlash about it. About doesn't it. So, look good, yeah. So then on he like, PewDiePie because yeah. it keeps being things like this, yeah. And then he re- had to rescind the donation, and in the video where he rescinded the donation, he <laughs> bad bad wardrobe choice. I understand that it probably wasn't this meant to be that way, but the shirt he was wearing. Was like, um, it was done by it was it was like a famous Georgian, like designer, like super expensive clothing line. I'm sure, like, probably like very few of these are made or whatever. The really expensive stuff, and it happened to have like the Georgian cross on it and some writing. Um, the Georgian cross looks like an iron cross. Ugh. Yeah, what? I mean, it does suck that. And so people are like freaking out. He has an iron cross on his on his shirt in the video where he took back the pledge from <sighs> I mean it sucks because everybody's going to be analyzing every little detail of this yeah. guy of anything PewDiePie does Hit yeah. the spotlights are on him 24-7 like everything is going to be like that's a dog whistle that's a dog whistle that's a dog whistle it's just like I mean with fame yeah. that that's what comes with fame that's yeah. part of the like when you have 100 million subscribers on YouTube that's going to yeah, happen take the good with the bad uh I mean, but maybe I can't uh, say I would hate to have his problems. <laughs> I would be like, fine. Think I'm a racist. I'm rich. Fuck you. Yeah, it's like so much money. Guess so. what? I don't have to do this shit anymore. <laughs> I don't have to be in the public eye if I don't want to. I'd be a little bit smarter and maybe spend some of that money to have somebody in wardrobe, right? Somebody to make my wardrobe choices for me. Yeah, somebody. Yeah. Somebody to make that way, smart like when it, PR choices. Like when it happens, be like, you'll have I a don't, finger to point. I don't pick my clothes. Someone picks them for me. That's how rich I am. Fuck you. <laughs> It'd be smart. Just have somebody like pick out your, be like, hey, this is the, like, <coughs> I've carefully made sure all your outfits are not racist. Yeah. It's crazy. It's a crazy world we live in. Um, But we should probably move on. We've been. Well, I had to talk about the weird E3s becoming a zoo. It is. It's a zoo. It's It's a weird animal showcase to be like, look at all the beautiful, adoring, trapped in their cages celebrities. Yep. We got we got Keanu. You don't feed him. Do not feed him. Especially after midnight, he becomes a he becomes a murderer. He becomes Bobby Yaga. Yeah, he becomes (laughs) Bobby Yaga after midnight. (laughs) Um. So here's a couple of things that we missed from the previous week when we didn't get through all the news. Uh, GameStop mentions unannounced Splinter Cell game in product description. Hmm. So there's there could be a Splinter Cell game coming. There's always something going there's, on. Going on at Taco John's. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the wrong place for that. Yeah. It's a local, that's, a, that's a local slogan. Um, so here's one I don't like. 
Cyberpunk 2077 multiplayer is officially happening eventually. So <laughs> eventually, I mean, they're they're first they're focusing on the game, then they're going to put out multiplayer later, which is like a thing that similarly happened with Red Dead Redemption and Grand Theft Auto. I don't has CD Projekt Red ever done a multiplayer game? No, not that I can think of. So I'm not confident in this. It seems like everything wants to do a multiplayer yeah, it seems or attack like, it on and yeah. hopes to be the Grand Theft Auto and hope it gets big. But at the same time, it, it feels like they're being pressured to do this because it's like everything has to have multiplayer. But who are they being pressured by? I, I think it's not being pressured by people. I think there's they're they're feeling pressured because everything has a multiplayer and now they're, they're experiencing about their own success. They're 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 experiencing pre uh, pre FOMO. Pre, <laughs> uh, pre FOMO. Um, they think that. What if they create a multiplayer that is really good? Or what if they don't? Um, or what if they miss out on it because they didn't even try? I don't. But I don't like this. I want them to just focus on the single player aspect. Guess who's not going to play the multiplayer? Me. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. I, a lot of people have high hopes for Cyberpunk. I mean, it looks fine. I don't. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't do The Witcher, so I'm like, I played a little bit of Witcher yeah. one and two, and that's it. I never did three. I feel left out. <laughs> FOMO. Um, we also didn't mention that the Nintendo Switch's uh, Super Nintendo games are live. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about that, did we? Nope. I did check some of those out. Um, they, I, they work about as... It's got the rewind feed. We've yeah. talked a little bit about a how that bit. was coming, yeah. but it, it is out now. It is officially out. And also, speaking of which, um, just recently, uh, Nintendo sued. It's it's suing another ROM site in, into oblivion. They're trying to body all the ROM sites. But apparently, this one was actually like selling like access to be able to download ROMs easier, and also they had Switch ROMs. Hmm. So I that's probably I, I've heard the Switch is like that's the most hackable console. <laughs> that's probably a big factor. The fact that they had Switch ROMs because those are like the new games. It's not like you can't really hide under the fact that, oh, we're preserving old games here when you have ROMs of a current gen console on your site. Since we didn't get a chance to really talk about this, but they we talked a little bit about how Nintendo showed off this ring thing, but now we know what that is. Uh, there's a game coming out called Ring Fit Adventure. Yeah, you're all about this. It's... I'm not all about yeah, this, but about I think this. this looks better than you were giving it credit for. Yeah, it looks stupid. This looks pretty cool. I'm not going to play this. It's So you got this rubber ring thing that you put one of your Joy-Cons in. They're calling in it a Ring-Con. Thigh strap. Yeah, the Ring-Con for <laughs> Ring Fit Adventure. Um, but you you run along this path in like the story mode where you have to fight this ultra buff dragon, this bodybuilder dragon. It looks pretty cool, actually. Um <laughs> But you run along this path. I love the fact that the bad guy is a bodybuilding dragon. (laughs) And then you'll get stopped by, like, enemies or have to do these things. Uh, But it's, uh, like, a a JRPG. But your attacks are exercises, so it might be you get to choose, like, do jumping jacks, and you can defend yourself by using the ring, like, at your abs. It's definitely a cool application of the technology that's in the, the... the, the cons. The, I'm, I'm just. I'm more interested in this than I've ever been interested in like Wii Fit. Yeah. Because I add the, adding the adventure mode, like it, you feel like you're doing something more than just like just exercising. Yeah. yeah, exercising for exercise sake. It's this actually is a like game. A fun thing. All that being said, I do think uh, Nintendo has some Naziist ideology. <laughs> 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 they want their. I always have felt Nintendo's like. 
we want our gamers to be fit and perfect. <laughs> like, all super in shape. <laughs> you know what I'm getting at here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, which, did you watch the trailer for this at all? Yeah, those, those people, people are were, serial killers. Those yeah. are serial killers. <laughs> Giant Bomb talked about this too. And I was like, when I was watching this video, like, the guy looked like he had a different, like, he was, it looked like he obeyed different laws of gravity. His body was not standing straight up. It looked like he, it looked like the gravity was pulling on him in a different direction. He was seriously leaning at like a thirty degree angle. The, these the entire people video were high on ecstasy. The whole video. He was. <laughs> they weight. were so happy and like, you want to see a smile of pure smug self satisfaction? Giant was, was like these. These were actually face uh, people without deep, faces, and they just deep faked. <laughs> I. It kind of looked. The, they were like inhumanly happy yeah it was very the guy was very unsettling to me to look at i and especially just like the way he was leaning and he like was partially leaning in front of the girl like just like just leaning just right there like like he was trying to like keep his head in the shot when she was talking or something i don't know you gotta be the center of attention (laughs) no But it was insanity. I think like they they must have given given these guys some sort of drugs before. There's like where they like, they've e. they've never been in front of a camera before. It's like we're just bodybuilders. We don't know what cameras are. And then they, they quaaludes. And then yeah. And then they gave them a bunch of drugs to calm their nerves. And then they got in front of a camera and they're like, "Hey guys, we'll play this game." And oh god, that yeah. But all being said, Ring Fit Adventure is uh, it's going to be eighty dollars on launch. The launch is in October. Doesn't look bad. So have you seen this new kind of trend that's popped up on YouTube? I know you're not a big YouTube guy. People are like taking like scenes of movies or TV shows or just random things and replacing them with Half-Life sound effects. No. It's like blowing up on YouTube for some reason. Someone, someone, so like someone took the scene from Back to the Future, like where the, the, you got my brain moving to a different space where I'm like, remember when memes weren't just movie references and TV show references? <laughs> remember when memes were just like jokes? Yeah. But this was like... Remember Insanity Wolf? <laughs> I mean, those were... Remember Brian where he was just a weird bad luck guy and he wasn't... He came out of nowhere. It well, wasn't they, like those... now where it's like everything's a SpongeBob meme. Everything is like a clip from... Like every single scene from every Avengers is a meme. Every... <laughs> See, I don't know. I remember memes from before Advice Animals. Yeah. So like those those were those are like normie memes to me. <laughs> um, well, that's what I'm getting at though. Though that even before that, <coughs> memes before that. Remember, remember when it was just demotivational posters? Yeah. That that's shit. Where, that's where it started. I felt. No, it was even before. <laughs> there's there's, there's been, memes before demotivational. Oh my god, yeah. Because that's where see I jumped in. At that was one of, that was posters. one of the big ones. I did a lot of demotivational posters. Because that was like, that was my jam. But that, remember, uh, that the, was the old English memes. No, there's like, they're like, not really old English, but they're, they're, they're medieval. It was midi. I forget what the names were yeah, called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was just like medieval. Um, this is where the how many fucks I would give if I had any. I don't know. Um, Doth have no fucks. Yeah, it's like stuff like that. <laughs> it, it's just, I, I'm. Just longing for an age of old where things didn't have to be movie, like super ultra popular movie references. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm in a space of memes that exist outside of that. I don't know. Yeah, because yours are like anti-memes. 
Your yeah, your memes are so in the weeds that that like you send me some and I'm like I don't <laughs> like what is this the, the joke bad. is like they're, not I have to dig so deep for the joke the, yeah well you have yeah you have to be like in the ninth layer of hell meme <laughs> hell to like, understand it okay <laughs> yeah um but yeah so like people are just like going back to this thing. so someone took like like one of the scenes like where you the time machine first happens or that that whole like doc brown gets shot um they replaced all the sound effects and all the talking in that with just the sound effects from half-life and all those are amazing like someone did someone did one where they took like scenes from the terminator and like it all works really well um someone cooked pasta and they replaced all the sound effects of that (laughs) with half-life sound effects it's dumb stuff. It's but also very dumb entertainment. Um, let's see what else did I have here? Oh yeah, this one's this one's this one's big news for me personally. Um, Homeworld three got announced. I don't know if you've ever, have you yeah, it? it's a Fig campaign. Oh what? It's on Fig. Oh Fig. I was you always forget that. Yeah, it's I was, on Fig for crowdfunding. It's already <laughs> been funded. Um, so and there's also the going to be like a. There's also going to be like a um, a mobile game too. It looks pretty good though, from what they showed. Homeworld Two is one of my favorite games. It's a really it's, good it RTS. It seemed like this was happening regardless of the Fig campaign, but the Fig campaign is just, just so. It, I think it's just to get additional funding slash giving a chance for people to invest and make yeah. money off them making money. Yeah, uh, like I said, I feel like we're like in an age where people love space games right now. It's back in. Back in. Um, you want to talk about some lawsuits? No. <laughs> well, we already mentioned the Nintendo one. They're suing that ROM site, ROM Universe, getting sued into oblivion. Ah, finally, Steven Universe getting his, <laughs> his comeuppance. <laughs> I always thought the sequel to Steven Universe would be Steven U, and it's Steven University. No, well, now I'm just riffing. <laughs> um... Oh, yeah. Speaking of Randy Pitchford, uh, last week, Gearbox CEO Randy Pitchford accused of contempt in latest court filing. That makes sense. Did you see that uh, Monster Energy is in Death Stranding? The what? Monster Energy is in Death Stranding. That doesn't surprise me. And just like in real life, it replenishes your stigma. (laughs) Um... The Wade Callender, the former Gearbox lawyer who has been in a sprawling legal battle with Borderlands studio boss Randy Pitchford since late last year, has joined the NRA. Weird stuff going on over here at Gearbox and people of formerly Gearbox. Weird stuff. Anyway, you got any more top news or should we take a Well, there's a new break? Mega Man in development, but nobody knows what it is. <laughs> um, Secret. Yeah. I mean, I still think it's a new X, but... I don't know the art. The interview that I saw, they kind of were like probing to see if it was maybe a new Battle Network or like ZX game, which was weird because I'm like, it if it's anything, it should be an X game over any of those other franchises. Or Star, they asked if it was new Star Force, and I was like, I know that there's fans of definitely all those other Mega Man's, but yeah, if they're gonna bring back any franchise like within Mega Man, they already did Mega Man 11, so it should be Mega Man a new Mega Man X. But that's just my opinion that it's probably that they they kept kind of saying like, oh if Mega Man Eleven does well we'll do we'll bring back X oh if like the X like collections as well as the Mega Man collections will bring back the X series, um so now maybe that's happening probably happening 
Um, Kojima said he's interested in making a Death Stranding sequel to keep the Strand genre alive. Oh my god. Um, don't know what any of that means because we don't know if that game... Nobody knows what that game is. Nobody knows if it's good. Nobody knows if it's bad. Nobody knows anything about that game. I've been hearing like people talk about like... What if maybe him being in under like in a studio and having someone kind of rein him in is might be a good thing? Because what if he just goes like so out of control here know. with no direction that like he just makes something that makes I, no sense to anybody? I mean, a lo- well, a lot of people are like he has like unlimited money, which isn't true. Uh, Death Stranding is, as far as I know, made on more of a budget than any of the Metal Gear games were made on. So it it just sounds like he is more, he has freedom to do what he wants. We'll see. I do think Death Stranding will have a lot of disappointed folks um, because strange, it's because, Ko- which I believe because Kojima became a meme. It became like, it's, it became, it's cool to like or hate on Konami and like Kojima. It became like the cool thing to do. So a lot of people are buying Death Stranding that have never played a Metal Gear game. Um, so they, I, I don't think a lot of people know what they're getting into. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. I, I mean, a lot. I assume, honestly, the game's already sold its money worth in pre-orders. Uh, so, I don't know. Bra- brace yourselves. That's all I can say. This game's going to be really weird. We know it's going to be weird, and it might be weird in a way nobody wants it to be. Um, <laughs> I, I think people who played Metal Gear and that like Kojima weirdness will be pleased, but I think a lot of people that once again bought in to be like, fuck Konami, like I like Kojima for whatever weird Kojima's sake or are just into it for Norman Reedus are going to be like, what, what did I just play? Yeah. Like, what was this? I don't know. Maybe, maybe Kojima will get a lot of new fans. I don't know what to expect. Maybe. Speaking of, if you zoom in on Norman Reedus's crotch too much, he punches you. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Bandai Namco trademarked uh, Colonia Encore and... Uh, or Co- I never knew how to say that. Col- Colonoa? K- K-L-O-N-O-A. Colonia. Colonia. How do you say that? Colonia? How do you say it? Col- Colonia? That's always how I said it. K L O N O A. K L O N O A. K L O K O L O. K L O N O A. Clonoa? Yeah, I never knew how to say it. I just always said Clonoa. 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 I I don't know. Anyway, Clonoa Encore. Uh, Mr. Driller Encore. See, I could say that one. (laughs) Splatterhouse Encore. And Genpai Toma Den Encore. I'm botching these. Uh, but anyway, all those were trademarked, so probably Bandai Namco bringing back some older franchises. I'm actually most excited for Mr. Driller. <laughs> I like Mr. Driller. All right, should we take a break and then talk about the rest of the news after the break? No, never. No. Um, well, there's not much news left, is there? I got some news. All right. I got some articles. Uh, I'll be right back. All right, welcome back to the final segment of the show where we just talk about the rest of the news. <coughs> I don't know why I just coughed right into the mic. <coughs> All right. So, did you see this thing about PT? What? No. There, what, the what's P- this thing there's about a, there's PT? There's a new development. So, there's this guy that is, does some hacky things, and he was able to displace the camera in PT to be in a fixed in a stationary position while your character moves around um i mean obviously like your doesn't show your player character model but apparently he discovered that 
Lisa attaches to the back side of you as soon as you pick up the flashlight. Interesting. So, like, Lisa is literally on your back the whole game. See, but I, I always figured that, though. Yeah, just, and then it's because she randomly it, just will trigger the part where she just grabs you and. Yeah. But it's, it looks like they, he, she, he had a video clip of it. So, like, he grabbed the flashlight and he started moving around and then he did whatever he did to hack the camera to keep it in place. And he started walking forward and then just Lisa's just right there, just following. Like, your character is just like an empty space. There's like no player model or anything. But you see like the the view of the flashlight because you're holding the flashlight. So you see the beam of light, an empty space. And then you just see Lisa like behind you twitching. Just twitching out. It's fucking creepy. (laughs) Still finding new things out about PT after all these years. People are very obsessed. Um, Those PlayStation 3s or PlayStation 4s fetch a high price. I mean, I have one. It'll fetch a high price. Ah, I'll buy it at a high price. Stranger. <laughs> um, what are the good ones do we have here? Oh, yeah, a lot of people are kind of getting up in arms about this. Is it the X button or the cross button? Okay, this... We've talked about this kind of, but not necessarily specifically in regards to the PlayStation, which I don't, I don't even know why this is a big deal. Like, this has been a known quantity for years. Uh, but apparently, yeah, I saw like the whole internet was all like yeah. losing their shit over this. But yes, and an X is actually it's an X is measured differently; is longer than like has longer sides uh, yeah. that, than a cross. A cross has equal sides. A uh, cross is just a tilted plus sign. Yes, <laughs> but in in Japan, a lot of times they use they use cross in a lot of things. I like yeah, I think of how titles like uh, Street Fighter Cross yeah. Tekken, There's where a lot it of had the that are X titled in it. that too. Hunter Hunter has the yeah. cross or X in there. Nobody and, nobody knows if it's Hunter X Hunter. Yeah, or sometimes Hunter like you, Cross yeah, Hunter. Or sometimes Hunter it's just there Hunter. and you don't say it. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyway, it it has been like it has been a cross, and this like people have known this because. Uh, Something like Final Fantasy VII is a great example of this, where circles the accept button and yeah. X is the like cancel button, and yeah. that's how it is in like all Japanese games because it's a cross, yeah, which is like X no, and yeah, and a circle is accept. That makes sense, yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't know why this became a big thing. Like I thought this was like a known thing yeah. that it's a. Apparently the real answer is it's it's two. Well, yeah, when yeah. people peeled off everything that is labeled yeah. with two. Well, we, well, because circle is one line, x the x or cross is two lines, triangles three lines, and square is four lines. That it's makes literally sense. it's they're literally one two three four. <laughs> but yeah, I just I, I people were losing their shit over this, and I was like, it's not really it. Like people I, like to lose their shit over random things on the internet. I mean, I saw like so many articles and so many comments about it like, yeah. "Oh wow, that blew my mind." But like like I said, I have like a lot of there's a lot of recorded dialogue of me talking about how yeah. in Japan once again, it's it's they, a cross. It's they yeah. call it a cross. Or I mean, let's just look at what uh Richter Belmont throws in either your uh Smash Brothers or in your Castlevania. He throws a cross. Yeah. Which I think I talked about at one point that somebody called it a boomerang. It's not a boomerang. It's a cross. <laughs> oh, uh, I forgot about this. Um, the Celeste DLC is out. Yep. 
Chapter 9. I gotta play this. Apparently it's real cool. Yeah. Uh, fitting goodbye to the world of Celeste. I gotta yeah. play this. I gotta play it. I mean, you love Celeste. I'm gonna have to like relearn the whole game at this point. It's been so long since I've played it. Eh, it'll come naturally. I'm gonna be trying to... Gears? You're gonna yeah. active reload? I'm gonna try to active reload chainsaw, through my jumps. Chainsaw strawberry? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> chainsaw my, uh, my alter self. <laughs> There's these strawberries up there. Let's kill them. <laughs> Grub hole! <laughs> Corpser! <laughs> oh, God. Um, um, video games get one step closer to being in the Olympics. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. It's not like I, I and, and that's not me saying uh, esports or video games aren't a sport. Um, it just does not. It's not fitting for the Olympics. I, I mean the the argument I always get, like, and I saw this in an esports documentary. Is imagine you have like. Imagine you're playing basketball, and then suddenly the rules of basketball just change. That's what a patch would be. Yeah. Like, that's how esports are. Yeah, and we've had... It's just, it's a weird concept. We've had issues with that with, like, Fortnite, where they made a patch, like, a day before a tournament. And I know they've gotten, like, better about that, but it's still, like, I don't know. Like, video games have weird metas that obviously don't exist in real life because... Yeah. Like, your physical limitations, like... It's Metas like, don't exist in real life yeah, because they don't, physical they don't randomly change the length of the long jump thing. I mean, uh, it, also, it's just like your human bodies can only do so much where, like, in a video game space, like, there is literally, like, caps, like, mechanical caps to, like, uh, play, like, hypothetically, you're playing Dota or something. It's like the character's damage and everything is capped and, like, metas exist of, like, here's, like, the perfect way you should build or do something. Like, that stuff exists. Where in, like, actual sports, that doesn't fully exist because your human body is only capable of certain things. Yeah. Or maybe your body is more capable of something than somebody else's body. Like, there's a lot of other permutations in real life that... You yeah. don't have metas necessarily, except um, for basketball, where being tall is the meta. <laughs> yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Movie Pass. It's finally dead. It's finally dead. Lasted longer On than I September thought it was. September sixteenth, it yeah. passed. I. It lasted longer than I thought it would. That's for sure. But uh, it was fun while we had it. Well, it's hard to keep a company when it's fully staffed by dogs. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that when they kept being like having these weird dog tweets and like no <laughs> uh, emails going out that had like dog spellings for things like it would be like wolf woof this and like weird yeah i was like this is weird um the this uh this goofy looking ash won a pokemon league in the anime this This becomes weird because i don't eyes are too close together uh, this is my opinion on it i saw a lot of people being like really defending sun and moon ash um because he's he looks different and he has like more flavor than the other designs of ash which all look kind of the same yeah i've said like i've heard people say like oh it's more expressive it is and i can agree with that but in my opinion this ash looks like an imposter this is a ditto pretending to be yeah i wouldn't (laughs) disagree like i don't know he just looks kind of weird the weird um, squigglies under his eyes. I just all I see is Waluigi's mustache. I mean, <laughs> um, yeah, but he he won the uh, league. But I don't know. It's weird. Even that Pikachu looks 
unsettling. Sun and Moon looks weird, and then like the next one looks more normal. I don't, I don't know yeah, what's I going on. I don't know why they didn't <sighs> see, see, when they did Sun and Moon, I thought it was just kind of changing with like how things are becoming like simpler, so they made the design a bit simpler. Yeah, I don't know. I I did one thing I did in in defense of the Sun and Moon, whatever is. That it looks really good in motion, it just doesn't look well when you take a still frame. Well, I mean, I think that's, once again, why they simplified it. Is because yeah. sim- when you simplify things, it looks better animated than when you have compl- more complex but, stuff. It's harder to animate and looks more rigid, rigid. But so here's my problem. I mean, I don't watch the anime at all, but like last season, X and Y was like, he was, it was set up for him to he win. He should have won. Like, he had everything going for him. This feels like they just threw him a bone because everybody's mad that he didn't win last time. I, I agree with that. This feels like a consolation prize. Yeah. and Which is unacceptable. I, <laughs> Fuck I, that. Well, I felt there was more hype around it last time. Yeah. Like now I think, cause, well, because everybody was like, he's going to win. And then like, this time there's just a like, lot oh, of he people won. who oh. hadn't watched Pokemon in years started watching it and then they, he lost and it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. And this, it's just like, I just saw it. Like, I didn't hear anything about the tournament. Just he just won. And yeah. I was like, cool. Yeah, it yeah. was it was, and I think that was a bad move on their part because, like, yeah, like you said, it got a lot of people excited. And it's like, oh, he lost the game. Well, I guess fuck this. He I'm not steamrolled gonna... the competition this time. Stupid. It's and stupid. it's because he's an imposter. It's he's a ditto. He's a ditto. He knows Pokemon so well because he's a ditto. <laughs> uh, UFC fighter plays smooth while his Tesla drives itself. So this UFC fighter like took a video of himself. He's just sitting in his Tesla driving down the highway. But not driving. He's just sitting there. The car's driving itself, and he's like playing a game on his phone. That's a way to get killed. That's a uh, that's crazy. Those cars aren't really super capable of doing that self-driving stuff quite yet. It might seem like it can, but it's just in assist mode still. Did you see uh, a Total War Saga? Troy was announced. Yeah. Were you getting to that? I. I... <laughs> so more more Total War. It was good. Looks good. Good franchise. Really can't never go wrong with those. God, my voice is starting to fail on me here. Do a couple more articles before I lose my voice completely. We haven't talked about the big one. Oh, well, we're, we're kind of on Pokemon, so we might as well mention uh, Farfetch'd got an evolution. Oh, yeah. For Gallery. Surfetch'd. Looks pretty cool. It's, got, it's specifically, it's a sword exclusive Pokemon, but yeah, he's got a shield and a leak sword. Yeah. It looks pretty awesome. Someone said that they wish they hope he eventually gets another evolution where he's wearing full armor. Yeah, I hope he has a third evolution. Cause that'd be pretty cool. And then, uh, like when I when I think of like a Sir Fetched but evolved one more time with full armor, I just think of the Oblivion Guard. <laughs> Stop right there, criminal scum! <laughs> Your stolen goods are now forfeit because they stole leaks. No, I. <laughs> I'm just glad they're finally giving like some older Pokemon some like evolutions because that'll increase their stats and maybe make them more viable for yeah. newer games. Uh, what other big one do you have there? Uh, Terminator Resistance was announced. Uh, oh, a whole yeah. game coming out November 15th. Is it just me or are they going huge on this fucking movie? Going they're plugging big. it everywhere. It's like... That gives me a little... It's in Mortal Kombat. It's in, yeah, it, they're the making Terminator. a game, yeah. Terminator in uh, Gears of War. Yeah. It's everywhere. It has me a little worried. Usually when, when movies, when movies go too big on their advertising, it's not really a great sign. I don't know. It, this is the biggest I've ever seen advertising. That's like, 
it's bleeding into like really i don't know i feel like star wars the force awakens i mean you got you had star wars force awakens branded oranges that, that's pretty bad <laughs> they the, yeah uh, this they, is just fruit, i mean there's a whole deals there's a whole game a whole game single player fps from reef entertainment who made the rambo game have you looked into the apple arcade stuff at all a little bit. Um, they have some I am like, for- exclusives and stuff. Yeah, there's some cool games. Uh, Capybara Games has a game on there. Uh, I don't have any Apple uh, products. Dodo Peak is on there. Uh, there's quite a bit of good stuff on there, but I don't have any Apple products. I yeah. can't check it out. I, I mean, the closest thing I don't I could- have an Apple TV. I don't have, yeah. which is not even on those. It's uh, it's only on phones right now. Yeah, it's slow rollout. Phones first, then iPad, then Apple TV, I believe. Yeah, it's just uh, then maybe Mac or maybe it could be the other way where Mac than I, Apple TV. I'm I just sure. don't do uh, Apple products. Yeah, and it's, I don't know. It's kind of steep for me to try to get one of those just to play these exclusives. But I mean, seems cool. Five dollars a month for I like the idea. Quite a bit of games, but there's a uh, exit the gungeon. Yeah, <laughs> that someone someone passed the Dan Harmon school of sequel names. <laughs> But yeah, it seems good. There's it seems like there's plenty of good stuff on there. Five dollars a month seems pretty good. But this is like, I've also seen a lot of conversation being like, okay, I hope this is good monetization for these people because once again, the Spotify arguments are like yeah. how like artists how, aren't making yeah. like any money um, because story. of the streaming hellscape we live in. Yeah. So I mean, I'm still curious. I want. I want to. I would love to talk to a dev about monetization from both this Apple thing and monetization from like uh from Xbox Game Pass how, how any of that works like yeah. it seems like nobody knows how that works yeah like do they pay a lump sum up front that maybe mitigates like risk reward thing like hey here's here's an amount of money for to have your game on our service and if you do like if you get x amount of downloads we'll give you more money and then nothing after that. But then does that maybe mitigate like money you could have had had you not gone on their service and yeah, maybe just sold, sold all and, those raw copies? Yeah, that's it's interesting. Yeah, nobody really seems to know. And I'm pretty sure there's a lot of uh, NDAs in place to prevent them from talking about it, too. Um, so who knows what goes on with that? Um, do you have anything else? Or I've, I don't know. That's kind of it really for me. Uh, I have one more article here. It's kind of a weird one. Pizza Hut introducing stuffed Cheez-Its. You're always with these weird snack food. I got. I gotta talk about those. Them. Look pretty good, even though they look like weird. I don't. They're like ravi. They're like a cheese sticks, just like yeah. flattened, like a ravioli. Yeah, like a giant. They're like a giant Cheez-It. They look. I know. Like I it's weird that one. they say it's a pizza because then I've heard in directly in articles I've read that it's not a pizza and it's like well no shit it's not a pizza yeah. this is this is like a fucking it's like getting breadsticks or a cheese stick with your pizza it's like an additional smaller thing on the side but they do have yeah. pizza directly in the name uh let's see dementedly large cheez-its <laughs> they seem pretty i i thought about ordering them the other day but then i was like do i need that much cheese do i I love cheese. It's not a pizza, the guy behind the counter warned me, but I already knew that. <laughs> of course, yeah. I don't of course it's not a pizza. It's a snack. It's uh, 6 and on September 24th, it will be added to the $5 and up lineup. and will cost $6 when you buy two or more. So you can, you can for $12, you can get eight of these things. <laughs> Do I need that trash food in my diet? Yes. I need it in mine. I got to try this stupid thing. I love stupid, dumb 
Cheese. Cheese, cheese. food things, drinks. Uh, Like right now, Mountain Dew has that mystery flavor, Spooky Dew or whatever they called it. It's mystery dew mist it's it's yeah it's a Scooby mystery flavor dew. it's a it's scooby dew <laughs> scooby snack flavor <laughs> yeah it's a mystery flavor mountain dew it's for voodoo october isn't it called voodoo that might be it yeah but it's like a ghostly white color <laughs> dumb st- i love dumb stuff like that they that's what gets me that's the marketing that gets me i gotta try these dumb stupid things it's ghost pepper flavored i would be all for that <laughs> It's going to be hot. Well, I think we should call it for that episode. That's a cast. That's a cast. Episode 33. Once again, don't forget to follow us on our social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Please review us for the love of God. Yeah, for the love of God, give us some reviews. I'm begging you. I've never begged for anything. Please. (laughs) Some reviews. Join our Discord. All that fun stuff. Um, And also, like, keep an eye out for the question of the week so you can... Get a special shout out and where we can say you're wrong about something because of all the people that said fighting games this week. Oh, uh, I think I think with every time I mentioned a fighting game, Marcus died a little. Just a little bit each time. Just daggers. <laughs> dead inside. Alright, we'll see you guys next week. Okay, here's the other thing I didn't like. Like in all of the all the games, when he's wearing his do rag, like his hair is like flat against like the back of his neck. He takes it off, and he's a fucking fro. Yeah, <laughs> it's all. I always had an afro. Why is his hair so fuzzy? He's I, black. His, his it's hair, like sheep hair. It's sheep yeah, wool. It's like I don't think his hair is really supposed to be fuzzy. Like just based off of what it was like with it with his this do rag on it. Well, and then how his uh, 10 model, I mean, uh, not 10, uh, and his 4 model looks without the do-rag. I think it's in 3 where, like, Marcus, like, throttles a real human. Like, a, just a normal person, and they're, like, tiny, and he's just, like, so much bigger than <laughs> Yeah. He's like, we're gonna leave now, right? And you're like, no, we have work to do. <laughs> <laughs> and then the guy just dies. <laughs> he's like, whatever. <laughs> My name is Marcus Phoenix. I fought in the Pendulum Wars. Against the UIR. God, I hate those assholes. I've held the Hammer of Dawn. Hammer of Dawn's so cool. (laughs) I single-handedly took out a corpser. I kicked it in the nuts. Grubble! I took out the Queen of the Grubs with my bare hands. And my Hammer of Dawn. I basically always had a hammer of dawn. And I'm not gonna rest until every single fucking grub is dead! (laughs)